What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Kind of Funny Games Cast, episode 191. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the Reverend Jared Petty. Doki Doki. And for the first time ever, Sam Lighthammer from GameSpot.com. Hello, everybody. Yay. I cannot. Cool Greg clap. Stop taking notes. There it is. Thank you, cool Greg. Yeah. Oh, whoa. Okay. I cannot get over how cool your name is. Thank you. Sam Lighthammer. Lighthammer. Like, sounds like that. The hero of a video game yes. or the mm-hmm. alter ego of a superhero. A Norse it's a, god, for sure. <laughs> oh, man. Of course. Of the course. last paladin. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's I've been called up before. I love that. Uh, thank you. I made it my handle be, so that people would, I was telling this to Greg earlier, people would know that's how you say my last name. Because of the spelling. Because of the spelling. It's like yeah, it a works. really weird German, like they definitely botched it a long time ago. Who knows what it was originally? L-E-I-C-H-T-A-M-E-R. Yeah, I know. It's weird. That's, that's a mouthful. That, that C just really like throws people. That's where that's where yeah. you lose everybody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you ever think just like taking it back? Just like completely like Anglicanizing it and, and making it just like like it sounds? You know, I, I actually have thought about that before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I definitely have. You have so, the power. You could do that. Maybe, yeah. That'd be awesome. Just like change your forever. You just said light hammer. Yeah, yeah, and from spelling my handle all the time, like now all of a sudden, like in, on forms, I'll say light hammer like my handle oh, instead funny. of my that's last funny. name. I'll be like, wait, how do I spell my last name again? Yeah. So, <laughs> Where's the E and the I and the C yeah, go? Uh, oh, that's right. Sam, what do you do at thegamespot.com? Uh, I am a social media producer uh-huh. and sometimes host. Yeah, you hosted yeah. the Assassin's Creed live stream with uh, me and Alana Pierce. Yes, it was a good time. It was a good time. We you were great a, on it. No, you were great on no, it. No, no, you. No, But you. that was the thing with you. I was like, oh, you got to come by and do stuff. And then when I say that, I usually mean oh, I'll put it in the thing in like December, January. And I was like, oh, wait, no, Jared and I need a, a co-host. We need somebody nice. who can keep up with us. This and I said tw- that was you, Sam. Yep. Aw, thank you. Yeah. This I sat in your chair the other day when I was recording with Mike. How dare you? I know. you had a little. There was a little post-it note. Y'all are very protective of your chairs. You have little post-it notes with your names on them. <laughs> yeah. I've not seen that other places I've been before. You know, you got to guard your chair. It's like yeah. if you if you lose the chair, you're not going to get one that was the same. Well, I went and I was like, Sam, Greg, Alana, like these little post-it notes to protect <laughs> them. I was like, this is very impressive. Hey, man, they got to set it up. They're, see, they're, they're the opposite of us. Where they think things through. Uh-huh. Someone has thought the night before of where he's going to sit for lower thirds and shit. Whereas mm. we just walk in, it's like, cool, Greg, what's happening? I don't know. Fixing the keg grater. All right, let's make a show. They, <laughs> and they're a laid back studio. Like, you just walk in and it's like, yeah, we can do that for you. Yeah, sure. we can do that for you. Sure. Yeah, we're like all very accommodating. Very nice people. Yeah, it's a it's pretty, pretty groovy place to be. That's my yeah. first time visiting. Yeah, if you ever talk to people who work at GameSpot, they'll be like, everybody here is the best. They're the nicest. And then it's actually true. <laughs> yeah, it's really you're not weird. waiting for the other shoe to drop <laughs> yeah no it's really nice Everybody, they're super awesome you so. love what you do absolutely yeah I was yeah. gonna say what brought yeah. you to GameSpot um, so before I worked for GameSpot I was uh, previously hosting at Riot Games oh and nice yeah I was uh, I did a community show there called All Chat okay and that lasted for about a year and a half and uh, then it was over when it was over I was kind of like just looking for what was on the horizon like the next thing and I had written previously and done uh, content freelance before for websites mm-hmm. so I, I did stuff for like Shaq News and Prima Games gotcha. and when you name the website I probably wrote something for it yeah, or yeah. something um, and GameSpot had an opening for a social media role and I just threw my hat in the bucket I mean my you know name in the bucket and then, I ha- then it happened that's awesome and then I moved to San Francisco I was in LA before and they had started utilizing me for hosting stuff and so that's how we uh, got to be on that stream together, Greg. That's awesome. What's yeah. something people don't know about hosting in your job that, that would surprise them, you think, about something that... Uh... Oh, something that would surprise them? Yeah. I do, like, almost no preparation. Yeah. Nice. Like, I, I'm going to be completely honest. I will think about <laughs> things for... I, I prepare maximum for an hour. Mm-hmm. Maximum. If I... Like, I, I really just... Show up and do it on the fly. Because if you think too much about it beforehand... 
you get you get more messed up. I feel yeah. like it's the same reason I want to talk to you yeah. beforehand about like I was like, wait, how long you been? You know what? Don't tell me about the game spot. I'm gonna ask you about that when you get out there. We can't do that. Yeah. So so my my secret is to just like not think about it too much and then just figure it out. When so I have utter it. lack of preparation. Yes. You fit in well here. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That was really well. Yeah. 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 No, I I that's probably the most surprising thing. What's another most surprising thing? I'm trying to think of something else that people wouldn't think about. Yeah. Mm, no, mm, no. If it comes to you later, you can let us know. Yeah, yeah. Because this is the kind of funny games cast. Once a week, three, sometimes four. Best friends gather on this table. Each bringing a random. No, that's not right. We just talk about video games, what we love about them, what we've been playing. <laughs> a big topic sometimes, and of course, play a little game we call mobile gamer bullshit. If you like that, you can head over to Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny Games, where you can get each and every games cast early. How early, Jared? Uh, you can get it on uh, right, right now. now. You could be watching it live right now on Patreon.com slash kind of funny games for a buck as we record it which gets you the pre-show where guess what we played assassin's creed odyssey via google's project stream right here on the shitty little book we're going to tell you wow. all about it but you could have seen it then it's duct taped together you'd also get the post show to watch live where we're going to unbox this lego dc super villains press pack or influencer pack or whatever the hell pack i don't know it just showed up we don't know what's in it because we're going to unbox it with you uh if you want that pre and post show you can of course and you missed it live you can of course go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games friday it goes up as one big video if you just want the mp3 that doesn't include that there pre and post show it's up on friday as well and if you don't want to give us any money and support the cause at patreon.com slash kind of funny games you can just wait monday YouTube.com slash kind of funny games podcast services around the globe. It's free. You can enjoy it. Have fun. Subscribe, like, and share. I love the idea that you just open this up and Gwyneth Paltrow's head is in Jesus. there. And you're just like, just like, yeah, you get to the end of really, seven. Really dark. It'd be a weird Wait. turn for a Lego DC supervillains game. Yeah. Definitely. That reminds me of that movie. What's uh, the seven, the live movie? Seven. Yeah. Seven. yeah that's right. Yeah. Seven. I was talking about what's in the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was okay. Gwyneth Paltrow's head in the yeah. box. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I got that a little, little after the That reminds me of this. That's the exact reference he's making. Yeah. I don't know. That reminds you. is. Today in housekeeping, shout out to Patreon producer Travis Barrett. Thank you for your support on patreon.com slash kind of funny games. And of course, thank you to all these beautiful people. The names that are scrolling by right now. They are the patreon.com slash kind of funny game supporters for the month of September. And if you haven't caught on today, we're sponsored by patreon.com slash kind of funny games. You can head over to patreon.com slash kind of funny games right now. If you support us at the fan mail tier, what do you get for fan mail? You get my personal notes. You've seen me every kind of funny games cast jotting down things. Uh, you see me jot down stuff during kind of funny games daily. We are putting those in envelopes and sending them out autographed so you can have a piece of history. Get one of those scoreboards wow. from Mobile Gamer Bullshit. You will right get there. the mobile. Yeah. That's, yeah. Why I've been, that's why I'm very meticulous about my notes yeah. and scoring Gotta so people can them. see them. Yeah, it's that's right, right there I use. Uh, Sam? Yes. We begin every show. Which yes. is what usually just becomes the show. What are you? What are you been playing? <laughs> what are you been playing lately? <laughs> um. So I this week had a Mario Party. Mm. Oh, an actual Mario Party. Yes, we had a Mario Party. We had like a, a an actual Mario Party and played Super Mario Party. So you had people over for a Mario Party and played Super Mario Party. Yeah. on your Switch. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, so I'm a big fan of Mario Party. Sure. I'm also a huge like Nintendo fan. Been playing all the Mario Parties since the beginning. Yeah. But then a terrible thing happened. The, they got bad for a while? The Wii. <laughs> <laughs> the Wii period. Not even the Wii U. Well, okay. you know, the Wii was just bad period. Wow. That's hey. a whole other separate wow. discussion. Wow. Sorry. I, I am I'm not offended, sorry. I'm not even sorry. I really didn't like the Wii. I'm sorry. The waggle. Yeah. Too much waggle for you? I just, I hated the nunchuck so mm. much. Those yeah. motion controls were so dumb. Yeah. What do you have against innovation? 
You don't have to answer. Sometimes, that. yeah. I'm not <laughs> yeah I, don't, I don't know if the it, the the innovation of Waggle was what we needed. Yeah, this is like a, a hey, mechanic they, it I was never used, asked for. It was used well occasionally. The majority of the time, tennis. It sucked. Yeah, Ten- tennis. That was like the only thing I enjoyed with that nunchuck. Do you guys remember Skyward Sword? Yeah, I do. Yeah, it was. I try not to, but exactly, I do. it exists still. It does. Like you can't just like pretend that it didn't happen. I, I can. You'd be surprised what Jerry can black out. Yeah, it's amazing what I can forget. <laughs> anyway, so you drink enough. <laughs> you done? Damn, she just owned you. Send this dick Jared shit. I, for context, guys, he forgot my name. Oh, here we go. I did. Here we go. Um, I, I just, did. I'm not gonna forget that. She shouldn't. No. It's a terrible thing to forget someone's name. So anyway, back to Mario Party. Um, the Wii and the Wii U both like completely dis- decimated Mario Party. Like, all the Mario Party games on those consoles are bad. Do you have opinions? Uh, my opinion was the Wii U sucks. I refuse to play anything on it. Oh. And so I didn't play the Wii U. Wow, we're the same. Well, no, I didn't go that far with the Wii, but the Wii definitely eventually oh. got so much shovelware and stuff like that that it was hard to find. I wasn't using okay. it often. But okay. I, I, I was with you of N64 loved all those Mario parties. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I assume on GameCube when I was in college, we were playing them here and there. Yeah, but I don't no, remember GameCube well. was great too. I was mm-hmm. a huge GameCube fan. I yeah. loved my GameCube. I still love my GameCube. Yeah. Um, and then that happened and I just kind of fell off sure. really the, hard. Yeah, the Wii U is home to several good games, none of which are called Mario Party. Yeah, yeah. that's when I got after the Wii and I think it was right after the Wii came out, I decided to really start getting more into my PlayStation games. Sure. Mm-hmm. Kind of just like switched over. Yeah. And then uh, the Switch was really exciting. It's the first Nintendo console I actually bought since the GameCube when I was a kid. It's wow. like, yeah, wow. I, I didn't get the Wii or um, I lied. I did buy the Wii used okay. to play Skyward Sword. Smart. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. That must <laughs> have been a really disappointing day for did you. Did you do oh. Mario Galaxy? Uh, yes, I played Mario Galaxy. Okay, Mario Galaxy, Galaxy, Galaxy Redeeming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One yeah. and two both. No, yeah, that was a great, that was a great game. There are good games on it. I just, sure. I, I, you know, the, the classic controller didn't come out soon enough for me. Sure. So, uh, anyway. Wait, the classic controller was available at launch, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. The little round one, right? The, yeah. the two yeah. sticks. Yeah. yeah, there was a tiny one, and then they made like a nicer one afterwards. Gotcha. Oh, you're thinking of a later one. Okay. Yeah, right. I don't know. It's it, it's all blur. It's all I remember blur. What they, really. they put out a, didn't they yeah. put out a special edition controller with Monster Hunter on Wii? I remember that being yeah. a big one too. Uh, yeah, there, yeah, there yeah. was all kinds of weird stuff around that. But we yeah, digress. it was a weird time. It was. But a there weird were a lot time. of bad Mario Party games. Yes, for terrible while. ones. And so this is the first one. This well, the <laughs> Switch has been so exciting for me in general. Yeah. I just love the Switch a lot. Us too. A lot, a lot. Yeah. And um. All the things that I feel like they were trying to achieve in older Mario parties on the Wii and Wii U, they finally were able to really achieve with the Switch. So, like, the the Joy-Cons are awesome. Sure, the for mi- all the mini-games For all stuff. the mini-games. Yeah. I mean, like, I really liked 1-2-Switch. A lot of people were like, eh. It was a great I, demo. Yeah, it was, it was a great fun. Cool. Like, hey, here's what these things can do. How many ice cubes are in the glass or whatever. All yeah, right. I was really sold on, like, the, them showing off the technology of sure. the Joy-Con. Sure. And you can really see them utilize that all that stuff in the mini-games. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so the mini games are super fun. And What's your favorite one? There's one that reminds me of bumper balls from Mario Party Two. Oh, where you get on the, you try yeah. to knock each other off the. Yeah, top. and there's a lot of uh, games like that that are kind of like knock each other out of the ring, sort yeah. of like Smash Brothers inspired. Yeah. Um, yeah, which are really fun. Um, another one I really liked was I forget the name of it, but you have to shake candy out of a. A, a little glass jar and you kind of like tilt the Joy-Con and you yeah. shake it up and down yeah. and get the candies out and it's like really frustrating but really fun. Kind of an instance of like it's yeah. not if you waggle it's how you waggle as to whether or not the game is fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah um, and then there's a lot of really great like 3v1 games. There's yeah. one where you have to like 
throw fire tennis balls yep. at uh, yeah. We just played we did a we filmed some more party modes yesterday, the multiplayer show we do. Yeah. And so that so. was my first time getting to play Super Mario Party. They had already done mm-hmm. a couple mm-hmm. things. So we yeah, we did the whatever ten game or ten turn game. I, I the twelve the twelve the the block, I forget what the game mode is called now, but there's a there's a mini game mode. Uh oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, and it's like a twelve square I can't remember the name of it right now, but sure. um you play a minigame, the winner of that minigame, there's 12 turns, and the winner of that minigame gets to place a, you know, take a block in a 12, a 4x4, four four, right? Yeah, whatever. Cube. <laughs> it's like complicated tic-tac-toe. It's really fun. Okay. Uh, and it's a fun way to go through the minigames and still well, like that, have I was, that competitive I, was, I had thing. so much fun with all the minigames we had yesterday. I, my, favorite, yeah. my favorite that stands out is when it was uh, count all the toads on the train. That the was cam- so good. The camera pans, then you have to. Co- to- have you played this? The, not the new one. Uh, the, the, to- toads. the to- toads get up and they're moving around. They're walking around. You got to try to count and get an accurate count. It's kind of like Price's Ride of like everybody's like trying yes, to one up each other but right. stay in the same area. Another one that was really good was Slaparazzi. Oh, I didn't see this one. Slaparazzi was you're in a circle and there's Koopas that are like paparazzi yeah. that come up and you're <laughs> the goal is that you have to be in the you have to get the photo. Oh, that's so it's awesome. like everybody's like pushing each other out of the way to try to like snap nice. a picture with the paparazzi. But you like have to slap people out of the way. That's adorable. It's really adorable <laughs> and it's really funny because they show the pictures after they take them and yeah. it's all the Nintendo characters making like really silly, ridiculous faces and it's just it's just silly and it's fun. So can you can can you qualify uh, what makes this one work when the last several didn't? So the thing that is the the biggest is it actually the, the game boards are mm-hmm. back and they're really good. They're really well. They're just well designed. They it feels like it's old Mario Party, but completely redone and with the switch and all the characters. It, it just looks so freaking good mm-hmm. and it fixes all the problems that happened in like the Wii and Wii U versions of Mario Party, like the linear boards were okay. bad. Mm. Not enough mini games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, not enough options to like sabotage your opponents. Okay. Lack of competition. And like in the, I think it was Mario Party 10 with the Bowser like 1v5, mo- uh, 1v4 mode. That was like the only fun, Bowser Party was the only fun thing about that game. I remember hearing about that, yeah. yeah. Like the rest of the game was just like really bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's so. definitely when I'm playing it, and I'm somebody who, again, has lapsed out long ago on Mario Party. I remember yeah. really liking one, two, I mm-hmm. think, th- and then I, it, it gets foggy as to what I play and what I didn't play. Coming back mm-hmm. to this is what I, in my head, remember the original Mario Party being. Like, feeling uh, like, yeah. Crazy, yeah. here are some crazy fun mini games. The boards are, though I've, I guess I've only played the Bobomb one, right, where the uh, King Bobomb's in the mm-hmm. center, and uh, if you get enough things, it'll blow it up and hurt everybody take their coins. But yeah. they're small enough to maneuver and have a chance to get, when the star moves, when you get a warp pipe to get over there and get these things, like actually get into yep. the action of it. Uh, yeah, you're screwing each other over, you're screaming at each other, it's, you know, it is ridiculous, there's certain one-way paths and all this other jazz. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And all the characters have, like, you know, little things about them that make them more themselves are cuter there's a little dialogue they yeah. have little animations that are you know toads you wearing like, a bow tie yeah. oh that, that's <laughs> come so on. do you feel like just more yeah. tlc when you do it is it just like somebody looked at it and said what have we gotten wrong before and what would make this feel better yeah or they this? took like it, it feels like they just took a lot of corrective action like they yeah. they it seems like they looked at what failed before or or even concepts that they were trying to implement but maybe they couldn't with the technology and they just improve. They just address everything. Is it a new third? I mean, Nintendo obviously second party devs are on Mario Party for a long time. Is it a right. new dev? I mean, uh, probably. I actually haven't looked at it. I, have, I don't know. It's actually, funny you brought question. this up because I recently, I don't actually remember why I did all this research about Mario Party. 
Maybe it was for an article or... Maybe you're just obsessed. A gallery. I don't remember. Okay. I did a ton of research about Mario about Party that. devs recently. Because, because <laughs> Nintendo does like yeah. farm out a lot of work. It's they ND work, Cube. It's, who is it? ND Cube. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't think they, they did the last one, did they? No, that's the... Japanese they, video game developer based in Japan's office in Tokyo yeah. and Sapporo. Yeah, I don't think they did oh, it's the last fu- one. ND Cube is fully owned by Nintendo subsidiary. Okay. Yeah. Company founded in 2000. Like an intelligent system situation yeah. or how? Okay. Interesting, yeah. yeah. Fun. Cool. Well, they do a lot of that. I mean, they, they farm out a lot of work uh, because mm-hmm. they're still. A oh, they did, yeah. Okay, so they've size. done a bunch actually. Which did, ones did they do? So it seems like they start 2001. They get going, but it's uh, Mario Party nine in 2012. So they did do the. They, they so did nine and dev. ten. Mario Party Island two or Mario Party ten. So it's not Mario Party dev. Star it's Rush. The same one. Yeah. Mario Party I, Top one hundred. I was gonna say I think that it was. I would believe that it was the same as ten because a lot of like the characters look similar, have okay. the same outfits on. Rosalina looks the same. Like there's a lot of similarities sure this just looks like is much the, more refined is the ally system new i i wasn't familiar the buddy, with this. like the yeah, little like I, sidekick thing yeah where, where can... like i was going through and i ended up getting like three buddies or whatever in the game that mm-hmm. then when i rolled my dice rolled their dice and added it to my total yeah i think so was, i haven't seen that in the past i mean I don't somebody remember. who was a last fan coming back i thought that was really cool and a really fun way to spice it up because it was i'd get a terrible roll mm-hmm. and then they'd help booster me or yeah the star moved at one point and i used you know I went in and used Wario's thing that was either minus two coins, minus two coins, or all sixes. Mm-hmm. And I yep. got a six, and then they added to me, and I was like 15, and I was able to okay. go over. The other thing I really like is the secondary dice. You have, like, each yeah. character has their own dice that you can roll, or die. Die. Uh, one right. die, plural dice. dice. Unless you're in England, then dice is the singular. Interesting. Huh. Yeah. Wow. England. You're just full of knowledge. No, really, I'm not. I just make it all up as I go. <laughs> and everyone's well, like, oh, good call. With <laughs> conviction, and I believed you. Um, but yeah, no, uh, you have this this dice that you can roll, and it's uh, like high risk on some of them. Like yeah. I know there's uh, pros and cons to each there's one. There's pros of them, right? and cons yeah. to each one. Yeah. So there's that's a basic cool. die, and then like I was doing, I was playing mm-hmm. as I don't recall, but I had a ten. But then I also had like you know a bunch of low numbers. But then I could get I could get super high rolls if I wanted. But okay, why take the chance, Jared? Play it Sounds safe. Cool. So I, I'm having friends over Sunday to watch Hocus Pocus, one of the greatest Halloween oh movies ever. Oh my gosh, ever. I love that movie. Oh, really? You yeah. love Hocus Pocus? Oh, you it's should come so over and watch Hocus Pocus. I absolutely will. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yes. Uh, we're going to talk about that after the show, but I've been <laughs> friends over. Should I run out by Mario Party before I have my friends over to watch Hocus Pocus? 100%. I mean, yeah. if you if it's a group of people who like party games, yeah, yeah definitely. Okay. Because it's such a fun game to play with other people. Where's it top out? What do you mean? In terms of number of players. Oh, four. Four. Okay. Yeah. You can't come to a party then because we already have four people coming. That's <laughs> like, I know. I, I feel like they could have, wait, did you just uninvite me to your party? I might have. That All right. Before you go crazy, <laughs> she could bring her own switch and then you could have two Mario parties going at once. We could this do that. This is true. But now we have to invite three more people. I wish that they, I was going to say, I wish that they uh, had made it more players. I know that that's kind of extends the length of the game, but yeah. why not? Just have, get more Joy-Cons. Like, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, you can do yeah. That, that seemed to be the one thing in terms of length that I saw more and more people complaining about. Right, that like I there's guess. not the fifty turn and there's not the crazy maybe even a hundred turn. I forget mm-hmm. what they were looking for, mm-hmm. but it's more you got it's ten turn or whatever. Bust yeah, the ten turn you can you can select between. I think uh, there's a couple higher ones. Um, the games are about an hour to an hour and a half. Okay. You can yeah, select yeah. the length. And different maps are a little longer than others. Yeah. I think or not maps but boards. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to mention about Mario Party, which was fun, was this rhythm game mode that they mm-hmm. have. Um, it's just a, it's just like a, a side game that's all rhythm based, but it's really fun. It uses the like again the Joy-Con in a really unique way, and I love mm-hmm. rhythm games. And so I was a little confused as why they didn't include that in any of the mini games, like 
why didn't they just make the rhythm game a mini game? Yeah. But it's actually its own really fun game. So you like rhythm based games, you like Joy Con rhythm based. Are you gonna buy Teco Drum Master when it comes out soon? Ooh, yeah. Yeah. I, I think so. Sounds right up my alley. Uh, you put it here that you recently jumped back into Overwatch. I did. Is that, so are you slipping back into an addiction? Tell me about your Overwatch N- playing. You know, no, actually, the addiction is League of Legends. Mm. Oh. That's my that's my relapse You You game. left Riot, but you still can't get away from I it. I can't. Yeah. Even when I've been like, no more, I just, I've, I fall back in. With Overwatch, um, I came back for the Halloween event stuff. I oh, really sure. like the PvE stuff. Yeah. I love the skins. The Halloween skins are really fun. And I'm really liking, um, I thought the, my favorite skin was the Fallout, uh, sorry, I was going to say Fallout 76. Yeah, yeah. The Soldier 76 skin. Gotcha. He has, it's like a slasher Jason gotcha. style mask thing. And I thought that was funny because the Halloween movie is coming out. It's very much like, yeah. tis the season. Um, I also really liked the somber skin, which was like a... Um, of Frankenbride, okay. Bride of Frankenstein, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the theme this year is kind of cool. It's like old horror, and I, I like That's cla- awesome. I like cl- classic horror stuff like Walk- the Night of the Living Dead, yeah, Bela Lugosi stuff like yeah, that. Wolfman, yeah, yeah, love that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So right. it's cool. So, so you, video games exist at the intersection of like I, I love this. Halloween is the holiday about being who you can't be or who you're not. Yes. Sure, and video games are about being who you can't be or who you're not. Yeah. And so yeah. when they meet, it's just the best. Yeah. It makes me so happy. It feels so good. Do you guys have any uh, Halloween events that you're like, that you like in games or you're looking forward to? I get costume quest out every year and play it. Hell yeah. At Halloween. Ooh. Costume yeah. quest. Hell costume yeah. quest two is not quite as good, but costume quest, although it does have the great candy corn jokes, which yeah. are awesome. Yeah. yeah, 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 uh, yeah. But different. <laughs> the candy corn is there. just terrible. It's so great. The candy corn, like there's a, there are 1000 candy corn one liners in that game. Yeah. Uh, there's a Twitter account where you just get them all fed to your phone. I get yeah. one every costume day. Costume quest is fantastic. Yeah. You so you're big on that. I, I love costume quest. I didn't know you yeah. love that. Uh, oh. Yeah, don't you remember like the, the the first up at noon? I had Tim Schafer on. I gave him a giant. It was right after the Kickstarter success for what would become Broken Age. Uh, I cut. I made them a giant novelty check for five dollars to start I'm, the costume quest two one. I have never seen that. Oh my gosh! I, I didn't watch up you're at noon when you hosted you're it. You're a monster. What are you talking about? You're the reason IGN fired me, uh, and then I'm the reason they fired you. That's how it worked. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly how it went. <laughs> out. A, neither of us were fired. No, we you. both left of our own accord. We love them very much. Uh, no, I don't like. I don't play many. Hey, this is a, a game like online game. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I have, and I've gone through my. I've had my Fortnite addiction. I was addicted mm-hmm. last year to Friday the Thirteenth and stuff like that. I, you know, I played Destiny. Right. I'm super stoked for the Division Two. But yeah, right now there's nothing I'm playing where I'd be like, I gotta get back and go do this. Back in the day, right. DC Universe Online, of course. But All right, yeah. <laughs> that was a different time. That was fun. Different time altogether. Yeah. Yeah, so that's exciting. I like the PVE on that. Yeah. Um, the Halloween game mode is really fun. Is so. League doing anything for Halloween this year? I don't know, actually. I wonder. Uh, wait, I want to say they had some skin. They're having some skins. Hold on, I should know this. She's thinking she's. It's. I should. Know. I don't. You know don't this. work there anymore. This isn't your fault for not yeah, knowing. Yeah, no, that. I don't. I really don't know. But they maybe are. They they have skins that have come out mm-hmm. during Halloween yeah. time or seasonal. Skins. I love it when stuff's seasonal. Like yeah. I, lo- I think that's such yeah. a brilliant idea. Of, I'm know, like a seasonal. I, I am such a sucker for seasonal anything. Yeah. yeah. Like pumpkin spice. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Totally. Every year. Totally. I can't help it. I'm. So- you have to give me that pumpkin spice. I, I think it's I think it's a crime against humanity that pumpkin spice has become a joke because it's so good. It smells oh. so good. It tastes so good. It's a thing. Sure, it's a punchline for a lot of people. It's more popular than ever. It's, it's everywhere. Yeah. When I got those pumpkin spice. 
spice. I have over there. I got pumpkin spice pop tarts. I got pumpkin spice mm. coffee. I brought I, you pumpkin spice cookies. Exactly. No, they were ginger spice. Oh, was the ginger yeah, spice yeah. I brought you? I also. Oh, I think Nick got the pumpkin spice. You held out on me, and I don't like that one. I didn't know that actually. Okay. I didn't realize. That. Now, if you're somebody who doesn't like all spice at all, I, I mean, I can understand if you just don't like nutmeg, right? Sure. Or you yeah. just don't like cinnamon. Like that's that's fair. But don't hate on pumpkin spice just for the sake of it. Sure, it's yeah. too popular. If you love pumpkin, stop hating things that are popular. Right. If you love pumpkin pie, like. You like pumpkin spice. Get out of here. Exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Double so, down on great that. Points Double great down point. on what you love. Yeah. Also, I was thinking about the candy corn one-liners. My favorite joke ever about candy corn is that they were all made at one time in every year. <laughs> <laughs> they just all, keep releasing a, a few more. more of them. Yeah, there's yeah. like all the candy corn that exists have all, were all made like 50 years it's ago. It's not only war here because Joey and I like it. Yeah, you, you like know, candy corn? Yeah. Nick hates it. Kevin really hates okay. it. okay. I'm just kind of like whatever about it. Yeah. It's, it's just fine. it's such a great seasonal yeah. seasonal treat. You know There's a like, weird thing with candy. My mom buys it for me every year, but she doesn't eat it. But I think she's mm-hmm. convinced I like it. And I'll eat it. I like it. But <laughs> she buys me way more than I would ever eat on my own. Sure, sure. So she thinks you really like it. Yeah, yeah. she does. She's I don't like, have the heart to thing. tell her. I should probably just tell her. But at this point, it's been like, you know, a lifetime. And yeah, why you, screw with it? No, it's like a thing now. It's cute. So for I like you, it. You talk, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say I like that his mom buys him candy corn. Of course. I think yeah. it's really cute. I have a good mom. What, yeah. well, what are you doing now, though? Because you're on the crazy oh, keto Oh, on keto? Diet. I don't know. This is going to be a first Halloween on keto. Uh, mm. I'm not going to cheat. So yeah. I, I guess. Bring it in here. Bring your I guess I'm just going to make myself some turkey legs. Perfect. <laughs> All right. And color them. Color yeah, color, are we doing this, this pumpkin carving contest? I mean, great. Cool, cool Greg, Greg brought it up. I don't know if that's happening or not. That's a, it's a Cool Greg uh, special. If cool Greg, are we doing it? I got the tweets, man. I said, how much do we need? 200 retweets? Yeah. And I got it. I think I was like 400 by the end of that. Oh, well, yeah. Oh. We're doing it then. It's happening. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool Greg, you picked the day. So yeah. Right. Oh, Give me a gog. Give me the next gog. We should do it like maybe when we do a barbecue. Okay. Man, we're barbecuing too, man. Cool Greg's oh, making gosh. demands over there. Uh, you talk about League of Legends, and here you put kind of a lifestyle. What, Yo, what does that mean? Like, how many hours? <laughs> how many hours did we put into League? The last time I checked, it was around a thousand. I think. Lord Almighty, and that's not that bad. I, I, that that's not that bad. That's not that bad. What other things could you have done in a thousand hours? <laughs> like a lot. Um, you could get an esthetician, a, st- a cosmetology license in a thousand hours. You could. you could be a hairdresser. There you go. Stephen King could write a novel in a thousand hours. Stephen King could probably write a novel in less time than that. But yeah. He'd probably write two. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I put in a lot of time. I started playing a long, long time ago. Um, like right when the game, like right after the game came out in like season one or something. So it was probably like 2010. Um, and I felt I had like a love hate relationship with it then, but then I found a crew of people that I became addicted to playing with. See, that's always the kicker, right? When you find a group you want to play with. Yeah. And we just, and also at the same time I had, um, like a foot broken foot surgery situation. Sure. So I was like non weight bearing, had a lot of time on my hands and I just fell in super hard and it just became my game for a long time i, yeah. I actually like, completely ignored other games it's really sad it happens man <laughs> yeah. when you find a game like, like that right? i ignored other games for like I, not all other games but largely i only played played it for like two or three years wow jeez um, louise yeah yeah so <laughs> and you keep relapsing back into it yeah it's like a you know it's like a like a past love lover or something sure yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. You know, get seduced every once in a caught while. Caught in a bad romance. Yeah, caught in a bad romance. I I still love the game though. I can't I can't lie. I have a question about this for you. You play yeah. with the same group of people still? Sometimes. Sometimes. Not all those members still play anymore, but one of my best friends who plays it still does. So. Okay, so you're with some of those connections. Yeah. So my my limited exposure to the league community is that you have these incredible teams of people that yeah. really get along well, that play together as teams, and then very mm-hmm. often you find yourself paired against horrible monster children. 
Yeah. What what does that like for? Is it just that the gameplay is so good that you don't care that they're screaming horrible things at you for two hours? Or well, it's all t- in chat toxicity, right. so you can just like mute all chat. Like you don't have to even like pay attention to that stuff if okay. you don't want to. Um, and I think that the com- like League of Legends has a bad rap for having a toxic community, but in reality, isn't every online community every online every community, community sort of has a, like think of Call play, of Duty, right? People. Like mm-hmm. I don't know, think of a lot of these. They all have like their own stigmas, I guess. Um, but in reality, in person, you know, I've gone to a lot of competitive tournaments, a lot of events, a lot of like community meetups and yeah. stuff. And the, the community is for all the bad and ne- negative things that people say about online. In reality, I haven't seen another game bring people together like that before. Um, and that scale. Yeah. Like, you know, we're talking like thousands of people get together and become like hang out and become friends and like create things. And it's pretty remarkable. The how people, happened. the people I've met personally from Riot are delightful. They're yeah. energetic, loving, interesting, passionate people. Super and, passionate. And, and, and all of them share love for the game. So obviously there's a lot incredible going on there. Yeah. And, you know, all, I think there's like a, are the, the part, one of the mo- most, um, I'm, I'm trying to think of the like failing to kind of find, find a word for it, but I hate that when you jump and you you see the trapeze coming at you, you yeah. try to grab it, and you just fall. You're like that wasn't I didn't get it. The, yeah, get you know it. what it is? There's a lot of endearing things about the game, like the characters and the animations and the stories they come up with, and I think people identify with the with characters. You'll see okay. there's a lot of artists and cosplayers who are obsessed with the lore of League sure. of Legends uh-huh. just because of the design of the of the characters. So they're, it's endearing. It's an endearing game. Sounds amazing. So yeah. you're not playing the same group anymore, but it, it, the one best friend. Still, is that what's yeah. bringing you back? Is that what helps seduce you? Like, hey, you want to do something tonight? Oh, we could kick on League. Well, yeah. I mean, I definitely, every once in a while, I'll be like, hey, you want to like, you know, hang out and play games tonight? I just feel like, doing so, you know, it's mindless because I've been playing for so long. Oh, sure, I can yeah. just like jump in and do a thing and we can hang out and talk and have fun and like make jokes and that's the magic of playing like online games course, in general. Yeah. Um, Everybody's destiny rated at this point. We all know yeah, what it's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. You know the, you have, you have, your, you, you have your crew yeah. that you raid with and all that and that's the, the best part of the experience. But um, I also have been working on a series about League, mm. uh, about the League community and esports f- for GameSpot. You guys should check it out. I'm going to plug myself right here. Do it. No, plug everything. A written series? What kind? It's an eight-part series, and we're talking about all different things in the League community. So we started out with um, some, uh, we did a bio, bio of uh, one of the biggest esports stars in, mm-hmm. in the LCS. Uh, we did, uh, we talked to Rick Fox who bought a, mm-hmm. a team, Echo Fox. Yep. Cool. Um, the episode that's coming out this week is all about the NBA connection. So it's all about like the traditional sports. That's cool. Uh, we, we interviewed the manager of the Golden State Warriors and like other mm-hmm. traditional sports organizations that are investing in competitive gaming and why they're doing it and all that. Um, next week where it's going to be a cosplay episode. Ah. So we talked to all types of cosplayers. Uh, hmm. if you're into cosplay next week's episode is going to be really fun. Uh, and yeah, we're just exploring all the different little parts of the community from esports to cosplay to fan meetups and all those. And what's that called again? Stuff. Um, it's called GameSpot Chronicle and okay. it's, it's a GameSpot Chronicle. Chronicle is like a series that they do. We've done, did it for Overwatch League or, gotcha. you know, um, so yeah, it's a GameSpot Chronicle all about League of Legends. Cool. I'm going to watch that. Thank you. So then what is still bringing you back to it? I mean, it's, mm. is it just comfort food at this point? Comfort food. You know? Straight up yeah. comfort food. Mm. Straight up just like macaroni and cheese. Mm. I just want to not think about what I'm doing and, you know, play with my friends. What's your guys' comfort food? Hold on. No, no, no. Don't answer that question. Oh, okay. I'm not allowed to. 
Tay Maginiotto wrote in to me on Twitter when I said, hey, it's the Gamescast. What questions you got? And he says, what's your equivalent of video game junk food? Something you always play from time to time, knowing you have other things to go play, but you always go back to this game whenever you want to feel good and comfy. Love the show. Praise Kevin. Excellent. Uh, for me, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sid Meier's Pirates. Really? Uh, my all-time favorite video game. Endless replayability. It's a single-player game. It created the archetype for sandbox games. It's still somehow fun many decades after it was created. Mm -hmm. uh, it's been remade a couple of times. Yeah. And, and the PSP version was good, I remember. It was. I loved it. Yeah. Uh, and it could, wow. it could, But Pirates could be remade like tomorrow, yeah. and it would still, still be, be great. It's just an unbreakable formula. And mm -hmm. it has almost endless replayability because all the world parameters can be set differently and it radically changes how you have to approach the game. Um, That's awesome. Have you ever played it? I actually haven't. Uh, it's a good one. If, uh, imagine like the proto Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Like, oh, it's okay. like it's like that. It's Where the it game. all came from. Yeah, <laughs> Black Flag is is unashamedly inspired by Sid Meier's Pirates. Sure. It's like, like a, a lot of games are. Yeah, it, I agree. Yeah. I agree with you there. Yeah, it, it created sandbox gaming as we know it today. That's awesome. It's See, I, it breaks my heart to hear you talk about League of Legends and going back to it and, be, and like you're saying, oh, I just jump back in and it's great, right? Because mm -hmm. for me, it was DC Universe Online where I was obsessed when it came out, took months off, came back, was re-obsessed, mm -hmm. platinum it, went, took a year off, came back. And it was I did it that cycle for a long, long time, dropping back in and out. But recently, not, and recently being last like year probably, mm -hmm. I was like, man, I, I feel like playing DC. And I dropped back in there and had no fucking idea what was going on anymore. Because uh, it's one of those, it's been updated so many times that I jumped in and it was like, they've redone skill points, they've taken all this away, my, my, my loadout's entirely wiped, and it's just like, cool, what so was I like, doing? How do I do any of this? How do I get back on the horse? I couldn't even figure it out. It's like you love yeah. meatloaf, and then you came back, and all there is now is Fiesta meatloaf, which has like weird stuff in it. What That's is exactly, Fiesta meatloaf? I don't know, I'm just imagining Pop that, rocks, like, meatloaf, Fiesta Pop meatloaf. Rocks it. it sounds oh. like something my mother-in-law would like make and bring to a church dinner. Yeah, like, it's got, it's it's got like really, it's got bright yellow, green, and red in it. Yeah, like, uh, I don't know what that so is. Like, is that a like fruit leftover thing? meatloaf, like yeah. leftovers. So like with that in my head, like I would think then the video, the video game junk food equivalent for me would be something like either Luminous or Tetris. Oh yeah. Where if you put any version of those games out, I will buy them and I will sink hours on in, uh, into them. Tetris, Tetris is so good. Tetris is so good, and Tetris Effect is right around the corner. I can't wait for Tetris Effect. I love Tetris. Yeah, can't wait. So but even like having Luminous now on Switch and on PlayStation Four, it's that thing of okay, cool. Like mm -hmm. I'm done playing Assassin's Creed for now. I'm done doing this. Let's pop in. You know what I mean? It's the same equivalent right. of a cheap platinum where I just want to get that easy hit. When are you going to do this this contest with the, the Tetris guy you keep talking about? Oh, Justin Massigal? Yeah, yeah. He's not, you know. He's, he's not in? He's not uh, equipped to hold a can. Uh, no, I just don't know. Okay. It's, it's a very busy end of the year here yeah. for us. So what? Many things have fallen by the wayside as we hurdle towards the kind of funny game showcase, a press conference we decided to throw up. a busy fourth quarter. I know who would have thunk, right? Yeah. Oh, I feel like this year has been crazy because there's so many good games. Yes. And like, well, it's like not it's even like, that. It's what? like, it's crazy that this year is busy because there's so many good games. And last year was that way. And last year, I remember us being like, is it the gr greatest year of gaming ever? It might be. Da, da, da. There's no way. And then you get to this year and you're like, fuck, this year's also yeah. excellent. Wait, refresh me on last year. What was amazing? Last year was Switch, right? So it yeah, was Zelda. Zelda. It was Super Mario, yeah, right? It was, those were both uh, amazing. Yeah, it was Uncharted. Uh, How many moons did you get in four? Odyssey? What? How many moons did you get in Odyssey? Oh, Lord. You know, I dropped out. <gasps> I, I beat it. I beat the game, but I didn't go back and do like Darker Side of the Moon. I was all nah, talk yeah. of like, did it's you do 999? No, 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 no. I, I think I did around like 400 moons or something. Yeah. And then I, yeah. I did at least 600. I know that, that I beat the final, like I beat Darker Side. 
the night before I graduated from the hospital. Like that was the mm. I had to beat Odyssey mm. before mm. I left. Like yeah, it got yeah, yeah. so tied to I it. Touched, so I touched that's the mic. fine. Don't worry about it. The mic doesn't matter. Yeah. So Mind. that was like Still literally like the night before, at like two in the morning. I'm sitting there grinding on darker side. Like I must defeat you. Yeah. There's existential meaning to this. <laughs> well, it was good. Yeah, I forget how many moves I had. I definitely. I mean, I beat the campaign, and also help me. Yeah. No, last year was it was Uncharted uh, Lost Legacy, not not four. Yeah, Uncharted four, four was the four, year before I, I was that. still working at IGN when yeah, four came exactly. Out. Just want to make sure I had my, yeah. my, my mindset right. on that one. Yeah, um, that's how I, I measure like, things in my like, life. Where I was still working at. Sorry. Oh no, sorry. I was interrupting you though. Well, you know what? Yeah, I've no. already <laughs> I've already found ways to to cause you pain several times today. So please. Uh, I was just gonna say. So, but I mean, like, yeah, those games were amazing. But oh, oh Persona Five that happened yeah. last year oh, too. Now that I'm thinking about it. What else was there? I gotta look it up because I know uh, last year we did a whole well, thing. I mean, Breath of the Wild, Mario Odyssey, Persona Five, uh, Near Automata. Um, yeah. that was last year. Uh, that we're forgetting a ton. Exactly. Uh, the last couple of years we're have been amazing. Ninety-eight's a great year. Eighty-seven. Resident Evil Seven. Two thousand five. I think. Resident Evil Seven is too spooky for me. Yeah. Was, oh, Horizon. You're gonna, play, you're gonna play. You're gonna play two. Cuphead. Yeah. Fortnite. Oh, um, Wolfenstein. Yeah. Destiny 2. I'm too scared. Yeah. I could Hellblade. play with somebody else, but not by myself. Well, it's fun to play with a friend. Like, that's survival horror with, like, somebody, like, snuggling up in the dark and, like, screaming. That's yeah, the that's fun. the best. That is the best. But I can't do it alone. So okay. it's got to be, I got to have, like, a, a partner to commit to playing it with me. Otherwise, mm-mm. Yeah. Nightmares uh, for days. You've been playing, you started Assassin's Creed Odyssey, what I think is yeah. one of the best games so far this year. Yeah. yeah. Um, we played it a little bit together. Yeah, we did do that. Uh, last week. Was that last week? It was. Wow, that was so long ago. Yep. It feels <laughs> it like it, right? Like it feels like a lifetime so ago at this ago. point, right? Yeah, it was like not even seven days ago because yeah. it was Friday. Yeah. Jeez, that was, anyway. Um, yeah. Week. You know what's interesting? I was never a big Assassin's Creed person. I always like kind of found the historical elements really interesting, mm-hmm. and I loved the design, the cities, locations. Um, controversially, I, I liked three because of the colonial America setting. I thought that was really cool. Oh, the setting was very cool. Yeah, that game. it was just everything else that sucked. <laughs> yeah, so I'm kind of like desensitized to that because I've never. I mean, I've said I've never been a big Assassin's Creed fan. Yeah. For, with that said. I really like what they're doing with Odyssey, and I think it's really fun and, and interesting. Um, yeah, uh, I don't. You're I, forty hours in. 40 yeah, something I'm hours. Forty-five in. hours in now. Level forty-one. I think I turned last night, and mm-hmm. the game can. And I, I, I'm going to have a different angle on it, sir. Long-time listeners, because I know I've been talking about it nonstop. Like <laughs> the game continues to get better, and for me, it's been that interesting thing of playing it and being like. I still don't think it's my game of the year. God of War is still top of the pile for me, right? Mm-hmm. But like when I started it, especially starting it like what less than a month after Spider-Man, you know, rat, rolling credits on that, and the year we've had with games, to start it and be like, yeah, oh, this is cool. Not mm-hmm. game of the year, not in the okay. conversation for game of the year. But the more and more I play it, and the more and more I talk about it, and like I'm having these, for me, I think heartwarming moments of, you know, my wife goes to bed early. Uh, I, I play at midnight, come to bed, and then the next morning, while either she's making me lunch or I'm taking care of Patella or we're, or we're having coffee. I sit there and recap these side quests because that's like for me where the game stands uh, in another level is the fact that I think I, know, I understand people saying it's not Assassin's Creed as they remember it. Okay, sure. I understand they've changed it. They've made it more RPG. They've done all these different things. Mm-hmm. And when people started initially talking about it, people were saying, oh, it's like Skyrim with better graphics or Skyrim with a different point of view right. or it's similar to Witcher. And I was like, I don't know about all that. Now that I'm so invested in it, I had a turning point must have been 
or today's Thursday, so Tuesday night, mm-hmm. where I was playing it, and I'm you know I'm trying to beat it before Red Dead. I was like, I gotta beat the story <laughs> before Red Dead gets <laughs> yeah. here. I don't want to I don't want to get trapped behind the ball and not you know have this finished. And Tuesday night was the first time where I took a breath and I was just like, you know what? I don't feel like chasing that right now. Instead, I'm gonna go that way. Mm-hmm. I haven't. I have. And you know, the map lights up as you open it all up. Yeah. And I'm like, I haven't cut clear across that northwest in a while ever. Actually, in this game. So I climbed on my horse and I already uh, spent my uh, in-game currency to get a, a unicorn. So I got this unicorn that gallops right. and has rainbow trails nice. on its hooves. And I, it. and I got on her and just rode and I was just riding and it like, oh, that popped up and I'd go investigate. And sometimes it was like a part of a bigger quest I'd forgotten that was there. Or it would be that I'd start in- entering into these things. And when you're, you see these side quests, you see all these things in our main story and you do them and you enjoy them. But just running into people and having a conversation and again, this is a game where when people talk, I don't pick up my phone. I'm like, oh man, this is so well acted. It's so yeah. well written and so cool. I want to know what's happening. Mm-hmm. I hear it and then I'd go off and do it and I'd come back and give it to them or I'd run into something. And it was just mind boggling. And I started getting these scenarios where, yeah, I'd be like, oh, and I had a great And Jen would be like, tell me about it. It's like this morning I sat down and told her, I'm going to ruin this one for you. It's just a side quest, mm-hmm. but it's still cool, right? Just it, kidding. It, 40 <laughs> hours in, you know, when you get <laughs> to level 40. This is the one 40. I've been waiting for. The spoilers. But I, I'm playing and I don't know what's going to happen and I'm just going around doing it. And I, so I ride around, I see the exclamation mark, I go over there and it's <clears throat> this guy in a cage, like in a steel cage, in, or not a steel cage, but like a wooden cage over there with two people out front, a man and a woman. And I walk up to them, I'm like, what's going on? And basically the dude in the cage is like, I've put myself, my, or there, the, the, it turns out the mother and father are like, this is our adult son and he is a crazy something's going on and you talk to him and he's like he went and saw the oracle and the oracle told him this prophecy about his parents and so he's worried he's going to hurt his parents and kill his parents so he's locked himself in here and what he mm. needs you to go do is find this woman in a bandit camp who has uh, the, uh the, like his birthright shield or something or a shield he needs and then go find this uh uh blacksmith who has a sword he needs right because he wants to get these and give them to his parents pretty much to protect them and you're like all right, cool. Got it, you weirdo. Like, and I'm like, don't listen to the Oracle. The gods don't exist. Whatever, whatever. I go over there. I go to the bandit camp. Sneak in. Kill everybody quietly. Kill this woman. Get the quest item. Great. Go to the blacksmith. Get to the blacksmith. And immediately the blacksmith is flummoxed. And ah. he's like, he's like, he's, he, he, I'm Cassandra. I walk up and he's just like, you're the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. He's not being creepy about it. He's like paying her comments. And, do, and she's, uh, my Cassandra at least is feeling it. I'm vibing with him on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I'm like, you know, I need this sword. And he's like, you, you know, uh, you know, Mythos, you, you beautiful woman. I'd love to give it to you, but I can't just give away sword. You know what I mean? Like, you know, and I, and then it pops up with something to say. And then I had the heart, you know, yeah. the, the basically the little seduce of her love. And I was like, mm-hmm. I'll make it worth your while kind of thing. Right. And I'm like, I'll make it worth your while. And he's like, that would be incredible. And I would love to have that moment with you. And it was funny because he, when he walked up, I can't help you. I can't give you that sword, but. I could work on your sword or your broken spear because, you know, the broken spear is a big part of the game. And uh, he's like, so I, I'll make it worth your while. Be, a night you'll never forget or whatever. A day you'll never forget. And he's like, I would love that. Miss you. It'd be amazing or whatever. But like, how do I say this? My spear is broken too. <laughs> and he's like, but similar to the old one from our stream. Oh but my God. there are some plants over there that if you get, they'll basically be Viagra for me. And, like, and I'm like, all right. And then, so then it cuts back to me and I'm like, God, I go get the things. And then that'll fix your spear. I fix my, sword. you know, and like she, oh then gosh. Cassandra starts stumbling over it too. Cause it's not, I, I was trying to tell Jen about it and I, she was laughing the whole time. And I'm like, this isn't, a weird prostitution thing like Cassandra's totally in charge of her sexuality in this game and in charge of this scene where mm-hmm. it's like she's totally what she wants to do with this guy is going to happen whatever mm-hmm. go off and get the things come back give him the plants or whatever we make out 
he does the fade out, fade back <laughs> in, and he comes and he's just like, um, I'll never, I'll never forget that. That was amazing. You're amazing. And she's like, Oh, I know, I'm amazing. Da, da, da. You know what I mean? Like, you won't ever forget that. And walks away with the sword she needed, right? Yeah. Walks over to back to the guys. These, this is actually the part of the story that I think is so great. Walks back to the cage, dude. I'm gonna paraphrase all this, obviously, but gets there and he's like, All right, I got your sword and I got your shield. And immediately the mom and dad are like, Uh, how did you get this? And I'm like, oh, I killed the bandit and I, I had sex with the <laughs> wax. And it's all Cassandra's dialogue. She's just yeah. saying, it. I'm not choosing it. You know, I, I, I romance the dude. And, they're, and the mom and dad are like, oh my God, what? And the son's like in the cage still. Like, what's wrong? And they turn to him and they're like, well, you, we didn't tell you, but you're adopted. And like those things weren't stolen. They're your inheritance. And so Cassandra goes, so wait, you're saying, and the dad interrupts and goes, you fucked his father and you, or you know, you, you fucked his father and killed his mother. And the guy in the cage goes, oh my God. <laughs> and he runs out of the cage away. And like the mom and dad are yelling at me. He runs away. I chase him just a few yards away and I run up to him and he's still screaming. And he's like, you had sex with my dad and killed my mom. I can't see this. I'm blind. And then the quest item, uh, the reward I got for completing the quest was an eye patch. Do you you recognize the reference, right? No. Oh, no. Uh, uh, yeah. It's Oedipus Rex. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's so, why I got the eye patch for gouging exactly. your eyes. He says well, the I'm whole blind. thing, the killing the father, yeah. the, the, the sleeping with the mother, except reverse. Yeah, and yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I got really into When you said, when you're going all the way back to the beginning of the story, when you're like, yeah. Yeah, there's a guy and he's been told he's going to kill his father and his mother. And I was like, <gasps> right? I got really yeah, yeah, excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. And you get the eye patch and he's like, I'm blind now. And again, this is what I've been talking about with this game, right? Is that it does such a great job of. Here is a myth or a story you've heard before yeah. that, like, you know, the Cyclops is from the very beginning of the game, right? Mm -hmm. That you can understand through thousands of years would be twisted and mangled and become this thing, right? You can see the mm -hmm. origins of it. Yeah. And there was one great line, though, where when he's in the cage and he's like, well, you know, and I, it's been revealed everything that's happened here. He's like, I don't understand. Uh, it's. It, I was told my father would scream. Would scream in agony, and, and because Cassandra, he's like, "Oh, it was an agony." <laughs> I was like, "Yes, Cassandra." So it's like a really dirty version of like Oedipus or yeah. Antigone or something. Yeah. I wonder if you'll get Antigone eventually, which is the end of that story. I wonder if that'll play yeah. out. I love how fucked up Greek mythology is. Totally, it's it's, it's mythology so in general is delightful, but Greek yeah. is especially so because <laughs> you. Oh. Religious myths build on each other over even that like we think about yeah. them passing over thousands of years, but even then those myths got passed down over hundreds or sometimes thousands of years. Yeah. And so like that's why the gods act so capricious. Like sometimes mm -hmm. like there'd be this idea that Zeus would gradually over time become more holy and distant. But when he was first conceived hundreds of years before, he was just like another guy. And so both those kind of coexist in that personality. Yeah. And it gives this incredible quality to the myth. I love it. Yeah, I think it's great. I just I just love Greek mythology. I'm just such a sucker for that whole mythos, that whole world, you yeah. know? That's yeah. probably why I like it. And, yeah. I, and I, like, mean, I read the Odyssey because I wanted to. Yeah. Like, you awesome. Know. Nerd. Yeah, I Where know. Where do you fall in the Iliad? Homework. I know. No, what? Where do you fall in the Iliad? Uh, I like it. You like it? I yeah, the Odyssey I liked better. it. Yeah, I, you know, actually... There are different, from what I, I haven't read them in a long time, yeah. but I remember uh, the Odyssey is be better structurally. Mm -hmm. It's it, it's like more grabbing when I you're agree. reading it throughout the whole time. But if you really stick through the Iliad, it has like much better elements. Yeah, I prefer the Iliad even though the Odyssey is better written. I'm right, like the, the Odyssey is like more entertaining, uh -huh. you could say. But if you like are persistent and stick through the Iliad, it's 
just actually better. There's so much God stuff in the Iliad. And that's how, like the, yeah. the gods are just showing up all the time, screwing with stuff. And I yeah. love that part of it. But, yes. I actually, uh, now that we're talking about it, it makes me want to go back and read that because, you know, it's just, I I, I, I want to. Well, now, now with now Assassin's Creed, there's a great excuse Yeah, now for there's it. a reason to. Well, that's the weird thing about playing Assassin's Creed, and to put a pin in the point I'm driving at before, is the fact that I don't think I've ever played a video game that makes me go, man, I should really visit this place. Yeah. Like I'm playing and be like, man, Greece seems like an actually be not like I know it's gonna I know it's <laughs> modern now, but I'm like Greece would actually be kind of cool to go visit now. After Greece seeing all is this amazing. Stuff. Yeah, uh, I was there. It's a long time ago now. I was there ten years ago, and it was it was beautiful. It, it was it, it was a good time because it was right before all of the student riots and the sure. government and the money collapse and the currency, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the EU, the turmoil, <laughs> the turmoil. Yeah, it was really like right before all that. So, but uh, Greece is still gorgeous it's a gorgeous place and the islands are just like right out of a movie like you're you're there when you're there you just look at the architecture look at the beaches and the water and it's like you can't believe where you're where you are right yeah yeah Yeah, it's so incredible well it's a land of adventure i mean you've got these rocky islands and cliff towns that you couldn't really grow you know you could grow some grapes maybe you could grow some olives (laughs) there there wasn't a lot you could actually do to to make a sustainable agricultural life for large populations. so you had to get in a ship the one thing you had was water yep and trade and and commerce became the and conquest became the only ways to make a living and that led to a culture of adventure yeah you know it's and, really cool and people greek people are very laid back they're very fun they're they're talkative like it's really a great place to go and meet people and actually and like if if you're like somebody who wants to travel by yourself even like you know greece is probably a great place if you don't want to be alone because people are nice that's so, awesome yeah it's it's it was a really great experience i highly recommend it but since tuesday in assassin's creed odyssey right i've turned this corner now where it's like my motivation i i've at least for the moment Mm-hmm. checked the motivation of I have to beat this story and instead yeah. what I'm doing is literally I keep describing it as playing it like a season of Netflix cool. where I pop in and I do a couple episodes and then I just pop out right because I'm so into everything the game is doing right. every storyline every side quest just going through and unlocking shit and discovering you know what I mean like and, that, and that's why I keep saying oh that's great and I'm you know I'm eventually gonna get there and yada yada I still worry what if Red Dead comes out and does it even better? Well, and it is that I'm just writing and discovering Then there. enjoy it right now. I mean, that, that's, Enjoy it while you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Greek culture is, is really largely, ancient Greek culture is largely about discovery, and the myths are constantly about discovery. What's over the next hill? What's around yeah. the next corner? And, and it's just tailor-made for that, so why not enjoy it while you can? I do think, again, based on what you're describing, versus based on what I've seen in Red Dead, that you're going to get a very different approach to that. Yeah. There. Enjoy mm-hmm. what you're doing right now. Okay. You know? Andy! What? Go ahead. Andy doesn't like Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and I want to have a conversation about that. Oh, okay, cool. Well, that's good because I think that like I've, me and we've been having positive conversations yeah. about it. The only things I've heard are good. I want to hear the other side. Yeah. Please but, welcome to the stage, ladies really and quick, gentlemen, wait, number one games journalist Andy Cortez. But really, really quick, yeah. uh, big spoiler, and you don't have to answer this. Yeah. Are there mythological creatures yet? At I'm not all? gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna oh, answer that for you. Okay. Tell Andy, me later. Everyone universally agrees Assassin's Creed Odyssey, fantastic game. You hate it. Why? I don't hate it. Uh, I've never liked the series, and I think that plays a big part in it. Now, I know this game, I know Origins and Odyssey have, you know, improved on what a lot of people had gripes with with, with prior versions of the game. I don't love the combat. Okay. I, I think it feels really loose and imprecise. Okay. Uh, I just, I hate that. I always find myself comparing everything, everything to God of War's combat, mm, which felt mm, so good and sure, perfect and sure. sharp, you know, tight. 
this just didn't this just doesn't feel good to me okay. um and i really love how hard they leaned into the rpg aspects though yeah that's the one thing that's sort of keeping you know giving me hope because you're such a bioware fan right yeah, yeah yeah and so going to this it's like i love the setting i, I i'm enjoying the characters i mean it, I know you kind of gave me, you know, a little bit of shit for picking the male version. Uh, of course. Uh, uh, what's it? Alexios? Alexios. Um, everybody, everybody in, when I was streaming, people were like, oh, his voice actor sucks. I don't think so. I think he's fine. Uh, yeah, it's not a performance yeah. issue. I just like to say it. Okay, got it, got it. I, I don't even know much about Alexios, to tell the truth. Got it, got it. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just not in love with it, and it kind of breaks my heart. That sucks, man. Yeah. It does. Sucks you does it really break games, your so. heart? I mean, you just said you don't like Assassin's Creed. But I just feel like everybody's so so hyped on it, and I feel like I'm just the the kid in the, in the corner of the party drinking a Capri Sun instead of drinking the alcohol because he's yeah. scared that his parents are going to like try to smell his breath on the way back into the house. Did that happen to you? All the time, yeah. Okay. Really? <laughs> no, it's just my, my dad was always, he was always trusting of me, but when I got home, he'd always like make sure he gave me a, a really like close hug. I was like, all right, you're trying to smell if I like smoked weed or something. Uh. Dad, back off, dude. I'm a cool kid who's drug free, man, because drug free is the way to be. It's yeah. true. It's true. It's true. <laughs> cool. Greg says, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that, yeah, oh, or I was busting out of these iced coffees. All that's time. it. Yeah, it's just you know they look good. Whatever. Would you like what? But Red Dead, can't wait for that, man. Yeah. After. After. Oh yeah, that's After. right, Kevin. Give it to Andy. Shut Thank up, you. Andy. We love Assassin's Creed, and he's wrong for having a different opinion. Boo. <laughs> man, fuck you guys. What? <laughs> uh, on my list for this week, I also got to start playing Ghostbusters World. Ooh. Very excited. Great. Very excited. Before you tell us about Ghostbusters World, I have to ask a question. Sure. Can I move this to oh, yeah. the left a little? Because no, I'm like a dog to. that's hiding. Like I can't see myself. <laughs> I just want to keep reminding people to like... watch the potion. You, I'll put it right uh, here if you want. All right, we can move it all the way around. I, I usually like it there, but it's like it's like when a dog hides under a curtain. We have this little monitor under the camera here that shows us. Yeah, I haven't been able to see it the whole show, and so I'm convinced I'm not on camera. <laughs> okay, gotcha. That makes sense. It's that makes driving sense. me crazy. Okay. Thank you. Oh, please continue, sir. So I'm playing Ghostbusters World, the Pokemon Go knockoff. Uh, worth pointing out, I'm playing pre-release code through the test flight thing on iOS. It's not, you know, the full-blown game or whatever. Right. It still needs to get fully released. Yada, yada, yada. Every caveat there. I'll tell you what, I love this game. Yeah. Now, granted, I'm in the commercials. Like, this is not part of this. Uh, and we're doing a sponsored Let's Play eventually for it. Full disclosure on all this. But this has nothing to do with that. But if you have to take it with a grain of salt. I mean, it's, why do people like Pokemon Go, right? Yeah. It was fun to catch stuff and have something to do on your phone. Mm. I'm, I don't care about Pokemon. Yeah. I love Ghostbusters pretty clearly, and man, it's doing what I want to do. Can you get me in on this so I can play with you? Sure. All right, yeah. I'd love that. Because yeah, no I problem. enjoyed Pokemon Go. I enjoyed it for the reasons you're describing, yeah. and I like Ghostbusters more than Pokemon. Sure. Do you want to... Do you, you want? Because here's my problem. This is the big problem I have, right? Is that I want to make sure I have enough done so that when we do a Let's Play for it for party mode, because uh, that's why we bought all this... We bought $600 worth of Ghostbusters costumes if yeah. you're not following yeah. us on social media. Uh, <laughs> that's a little ridiculous. <laughs> it's awesome. It's all, it'll all be up on Instagram and then whatever else. Um, uh, I would just wait for the f final one because you can register right now, okay. but it's like what I think they're targeting the 22nd or 25th or whatever. They're just going to restart everything when the final exactly okay. my server, my, my stuff's going to get wiped. Okay, and so the biggest problem I have right now is that I want to play it like Kev played Pokemon Go, where I'm on the train and I'm just going through past every Pokestop or dimensional door here in Ghostbusters, but I don't want to do it till it's all going to count and keep Makes Kevin Coelho from kind of funny. Of course, uh, I just wanted to ask have you talked to the devs and just asked them not to clear your server? Like you're individual. I haven't, no, I haven't done that. Because maybe they can't, you know what I mean? 
Yeah, but I still would rather just wait because I mean it's it's pre-alpha or what it's what I don't pre-release code, so it is crashing every so often and doing different things. But I sort of Pokemon Go on release, so whatever. But I'm having fun because you know it is augmented reality. So yeah. you, you go in there and like you can turn on, you have the camera on, so the ghost is in the real world, or turn it off like you would in Pokemon and have it just in the little uh, game world. What do you do? I turn it off because it's eats it's the battery eats faster. The battery, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, the same thing. I remember it's like. We've all learned enough from... I, I played Pokemon Go for a couple weeks. Like, we've learned mm-hmm. enough there to bring it over here. Like two days, you liar. Is that true? I don't remember. I remember playing it with you. For like two days. No, I walked around the streets with Jen. I was when I first base. started dating Jen. Whatever. What I really want to know about it is, are the capture mechanics fun? Yeah. Okay. I mean, because that's the thing. If you haven't paid any attention to any of the any of the materials for Ghostbusters World, right? It's a little bit more active than Pokemon Go. Yeah. So what it is is that the ghost is, you know, in, around you 360 degrees... When you start, uh, if you start in augmented reality, you have to your phone's the PKE meter, so you find mm-hmm. them. They appear. You switch to Proton Pack. You have to blast them. They can attack you. You have a health bar, okay. so you have a counter button you need to hit to stop them. But you basically whittle them down to a certain point. Then you can throw out your trap. Then you can you have to you know hold them with your Proton Pack stream, put them into the trap. It's just like Pokemon when Go. The light is green. The trap is way more involved. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It, it'll be like Pokemon Go where the trap will wiggle for a second and it can't. They can pop back out and you have to go re-engage. Mm-hmm. That's uh, cool. Yeah. That it sounds fun. It is. It is fun. Yeah. And it's uh, they. It's all the stuff there that I just talked about. That's very clearly Pokemon. Uh, and then they also added a story mode in where basically okay. you capture the ghosts in the Pokemon Go kind of side of it. Mm-hmm. And then you have a story mode that you can go in and you go in with teams of four. And it's like a turn-based RPG. Oh, that sounds fun. Where you're, you level these ghosts up and then they fight other ghosts in the ghost dimension that bring you back more rewards and other ghosts and stuff Intrigued. like that. Intrigued. Yeah. I yeah, yeah. love turn-based RPGs. Right, yeah. It's I written am by, such a sucker for It's those. written by the people who wrote, write the IDW comics. It's got art from the IDW guys too and stuff. It's That's all something. very simple, but it's... So That's far, cool. so good of like, this is interesting, and I'm going to play a shitload of this. Because, like, last night when I'm walking Porty, it was like, oh, well, there's a dimensional door a little bit further, Porty. Why don't we walk a little bit further in the neighborhood? Can we wrangle the same ghosts together? Like, can we yes. team up? Okay. So, the, another thing they added, of course, is that you're going around and you're busting ghosts and you're getting them and you're leveling yourself up. You have different, it's, they use uh, the same names for like the boson cannon and stuff from okay. the Ghostbusters 2008 video game. Okay. Uh, so you have different weapons for different ghosts, different mechanics, all just. However, like right now, if I turn it on, uh, I'm sure it's still there. Uh, Stape of Marshmallow Man's close by, and that's a raid boss. Okay. And so, like, what it would basically be is that we would all go over to him, right, and do it, and then you would join up into groups of four. Remind him that no one steps on a church in our town. Exactly. Okay, take care one, of that. Two. By the way, Roast glad them. you brought up the Ghostbusters 2008 game. Great game, especially good on Wii, which was besmirched. <gasps> well, that was episode. a different one. That was a different one. Oh wait, was that two? I thought that no. was two thousand eight game. Sorry, let me let me re- rephrase that. PS3, 360, PC, one version of the game. Right. Wii, PS2, a completely different version that was also good. Yeah, the Wii. I think the Wii version was better in that one. But you're a crazy person, but I won't. Am I? So <laughs> yeah, you see here, like right, right that's the dimensional door. There's a whole right. bunch in our neighborhood, which is super hot for me. Oh, okay. there's there's a terror dog. Oh, uh, spooky. But very spooky. Uh, so see, you can see it's hard. But there's Stay Puff down the street. Okay. So like he he leaves in seven hours, but we could all walk over there and fight him if we all had it and wanted to. Oh my And so gosh. we would team up and blast him and then be able to do it. Let's just all put this on our phones. Oh wait, is this going to be Android? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah, yeah, wow. That's yeah. So I yeah, like I said, uh, take it with a grain of salt because obviously we're we're working with them on a bunch of different stuff. But as a Ghostbusters fan, I'm totally in. I'm I'm hoping it runs well upon release because that was the big problem with pokemon go right at release yeah crashed all the time and sucked but where does it, it still fall? crashes all the time yeah it does. oh yeah? yeah yeah it does i never played him where does this fall in the pantheon of ghostbusters games for you you know we'll see we'll see when i get the final version but it's i mean right now it's like cool we'll i wish there's more customization options all this different stuff but like 
I'm definitely going to walk around like a moron and bust these ghosts. I was already doing it on the train today. Like, I'm like spinning in circles on the Muni, doing this, <laughs> trying to get him because you got to actually t- tilt the camera, augmented reality. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Astro Bot Rescue Mission. Uh, of course, this is the PlayStation VR game that is getting all the stellar reviews right now. People are calling it Mario 64. You looking for sugar in there? Okay, so I'm really upset here right now because Kevin's like, these are unsweetened. There's no sugar. This has three grams of carbs in it. What well, says unsweetened? It does say unsweetened. Wait, so I understand. I don't know, but it's got three grams of carbs in it. That's just like that's like a sixth of my daily carbs right there. Sorry, brother. Oh man, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, you're not at all. I was making it's sure. It's like okay. really weird because there's only coffee in it. There's like only water and coffee. Does that mean that coffee has well, carbs? Well, coffee can have a little bit of carbs in it, but typically that's a lot of carbs for coffee. I'm just very. It just doesn't make any sense. It I just don't says know. Water and coffee. I'm really interested in what's going on here. Three carbs. It's in a mystery. Water and coffee. I don't know anything about any of this stuff. I'm going to investigate this because okay, coffee's particularly keto friendly most of the time. You yeah. have quite a bit of coffee. Yeah. Maybe it's the cardboard. Maybe they put cardboard in it. I don't know what it is. I'm really. Isn't that confusing? It's really confusing. It's it doesn't actually make sense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to do. I no, I'm not. I love it. Don't worry about it. I played Astrobot. Uh, played through the first world of Astrobot, which is similar to what I had played at Judges Week. Okay. Um, still awesome. I yeah. I am going to go back to this one, but again, it was last night. Assassin's Creed was pulling on my coattail of wanting me to go play that. But jumping in, it's you know I still think Astrobot's really cute. I still think it uses the PS VR, PS VR in an ingenious way. Uh, I think it is it's just cool to play. A platformer where you have more agency. I guess you're used as puzzles, right? Yeah. Where like, I think the easiest thing is, you know, midway through the world, you're introduced to your controller is visible the whole time, right? right? And when you need to do stuff, you put it in and they'll upgrade your controller, like in the 3D space. One of the things they give you is a grappling hook. Yeah. And so, yeah, you grapple out and you pull down walls, which is expected, but then you also grapple out and little, your, the Astrobot you're controlling walks on your high wire and you can like, springboard him up to land on other stuff or to get coins or to get other the astrobots he's rescuing or you can m- make it tight ropes and walk all these different I'm really things. excited about that I like games that have a physical dimension to them I yeah. mean we, again I, I'm not I promise I'm not getting stuck on the Wii thing but we were talking about that earlier one of the things I liked about Wii <laughs> was things like where you wear smooth moves yeah. where it's a hot potato mode you've got like 10 people in a room you're all passing the controller around and putting it on the floor and holding it up like this and Astrobot kind of tickles that same itch in a very unique way. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. Yeah, it's super cute and it's fun, and I want to get back to it. So I'll play more eventually, kind of probably. But there's too much stuff. Um, the PSVR, I have a question about. Yeah, do you like it? Like in general, I love PlayStation VR. Like honestly, you love it. Yeah, I mean, what I go down, uh, what I've talked about before is, I think PlayStation did for once a really great job of, hey, here's the expectation. Where this is a brand new piece of hardware. It's mm-hmm. going to be a lot of experiences. We're all learning together. Shuhei was on a series being like, this is PS1. We're at PlayStation 4 right now. This is PS1. Right, right. And so I think that did a great job of introducing the concept and then gave us a lot of cool experiences. Mm-hmm. And so it did. It's that thing of I have knowing I'm only going to use. When I a bought it, times. I'm only going to use it a couple times every other month or whatever, a few months, right? Yeah, yeah. And now I feel like Firewall is mm-hmm. such an amazing game. Kevin and I can't wait to get back. There's new DLC coming mm-hmm. uh, in November, right? Uh, Astrobot's awesome. Uh, Super Hot's amazing. I can't wait for Tetris Effect. Super Hot's like, cool. I've played mm-hmm. Super Hot before. Yeah. It's fun. Beat Saber. Like when Beat Saber Beat drops Saber. on there, right? Like, yeah, that's, that's going to be cool. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're not wanna... a believer? Um, No, it's not that I'm not. I wasn't sure if I wanted to actually purchase a VR, he- like a PSVR headset. Um, I just didn't know what to experience to expect out of it or if I should, you know, upgrade my graphics card and yeah. get like, a real 
you know, either an Oculus headset or sure. like a HTC Vive or, yeah, you I know, mean, like for me, it's being such a console guy, right? I don't mm-hmm. even have a gaming PC at home that right. it was, I love that it was such a cheap entry point. I love that it's being supported. Mm-hmm. I like that it is a affordable entry point into yeah. VR and it seems like a lot of the better games are going to PS yeah. VR. Yeah, oh yeah, so every, that's, that's the thing right yeah. now. Cool. Every, you can't, it's so hard to be platform, uh, like exclusive. Anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, this was something we were talking about on Games Daily today, oddly enough. But we were, we were talking about how if uh, if you're going to make a top 10 list of the best PSVR games now, mm-hmm. nothing's a stretch anymore. Now it's like, here are 10 really great video games yeah, to play on this thing. It, the, 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 the investment is now justified by the available software, which wasn't always true. Yeah, that's really cool. I, I, it's something that I like toy around with eventually wanting to get or not. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. I think I might. I, I like VR a lot. There's mm-hmm. a great show called The PlayStation VR Show on KindOfFunny.com. You should check oh, it out. Yeah. see eight <laughs> episodes of Tetris and Tetris effect is coming. I cannot wait oh, for Tetris effect. I love Tetris. So. Mizuguchi, save us. Oh, yeah. Area X was so awesome. Also, Super Hypercube, shout out. That game's awesome. Great. Good point, too. Yeah, yeah and I didn't say Moss. Moss is another PlayStation VR game. Just incredible. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all right, cool. Like, is, we're finally getting to where the games are games. It isn't just, hey, here's an experience. You know what yeah. I mean? Here's yeah. a two hour thing. Well, I guess Moss actually kind of. I do it. like the experiential things, though. Oh, totally, totally. Uh, like, and I'm not like taking a, away from them. There's like a cooking experience the Vive has sure. that was so much fun. I don't know if you played the cooking demo where no. you have to like make stew. Okay. I never that was that. so much fun. I just wanted to make virtual stew all day. What made it fun? You're cooking. You're like you're, you're like sitting there with your little controllers and you're like, "I'm cutting a tomato." <laughs> <laughs> it's happening. I thought that was the cool. I was like I like picked up the eggs and I like threw it at the wall and the egg broke and like I was like, "These are eggs." <laughs> this is amazing. No, dude, that's when VR works the best. Is when yeah. the thing you you would take for granted in a real game works the way it would in real life. Yeah, yeah. no, I love it. I love that. There's think- a game called Blood and Truth coming up on PlayStation VR uh, soonish. Yeah. And uh, my first demo ever, I was crouched down behind behind a pool table and somebody threw a grenade and mm-hmm. I heard it go thunk thunk and I stood up, grabbed it and threw it back at them. And yeah. it was that thing of like, holy shit. Like I did yeah. it like a second re- nature. You know what I mean? Yeah, it wasn't yeah. like, how am I going to do this? You just did it and it was like, wow, that's that, crazy. That moment for me, I, I was really weird. I, um, I'm i an old man and a long time ago in arcades across America, there was this company that brought these like Volkswagen sized machines mm-hmm. that had VR headsets attached to them. <laughs> and you could pay like five bucks in the arcade and play VR for like five minutes. <laughs> And uh, this is like super primitive, blocky VR. You're driving a mech around or fighting a pterodactyl. But even then, it was mind-blowing. Like, it was Mm -hmm. impressive. That that, that throw-the-egg world, that, oh, my gosh, I'm in here thing was really striking. The thing that really brought that feeling back for me was when I got a chance to spend like a week playing with a HoloLens. Oh. Uh, Microsoft's mm. weird little yeah, yeah. PC. AR, that we're in. is it the AR? Yeah, and, and the way Microsoft views AR and VR, I, I feel that they don't see as much of a line of distinction as we do between those, I think, but mm-hmm. it's an AR headset. I'm in my living room, and there's this Bubsy demo. And Bubsy. the thing, like, scans my living room. <laughs> so and cool. then Bubsy pops out, and I control him by looking. Like, everywhere I look, Bubsy goes. Mm-hmm. But he knows where my sofa is, but not just where it is. Like he climbs up the side, he gets to the edge and he teeters a little bit till he gets up the cushion, climbs up the cushion just right, hits the wall, backs against the wall, slides and runs under my table. I can't see him through the table legs, weaving around like, and I'm controlling him dynamically while he's doing this. And I'm like, this is from outer space. This is not real. That's the thing I'm the most excited about AR stuff. I think it's going to be so cool. And like back on some nerdy shit. Yeah. I really will want to see what where it's used in educational like oh, sure. settings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I imagine like learning about 
molecular biology and stuff could be way more interesting if we could see atoms in front of us or mm-hmm. like you can you imagine when you're a kid learning about animals or dinosaurs and like see a dinosaur in your classroom or something like that just could be mind-blowing for well, kids I mean, yeah i always go back to you right like i remember do you remember the first time you went to like the planetarium and like they did yeah. that yeah. thing where you kind of reclined and looked and they're like this is the solar system yeah like, like that shit's amazing and yeah. it was so limited and few and far between yeah no, i i went to uh i went to a planetarium with my wife and it was the first time she'd been to one in like decades and uh this was before the accident even and we're done with this like half hour planetarium like thing and i look over and she's crying like she's like it's all so beautiful space is awesome so I, was like, I love you so much uh, but Aww, it can have that effect. i love that maybe there's going to be an oregon trail of ar one day Mm-hmm. Or VR, sure. I, I, th- I hope so. I want that. To yeah, happen. I think it's just so magical. I'm I'm the same way in planetariums. I like could cry looking at fake space. I just think it's amazing. So I I just I can't wait to see where it goes. And I I haven't had a chance to try any of the Hololens stuff, but I really hope I do because. I think it's just going to blow my mind. I'm just really you cry excited. I like you a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's I mean I just identify. I just like you know the feels. Jared, yes, sir. Speaking of coming from outer space indeed you've been playing a little bit of assassin's creed odyssey yeah but most importantly on google project stream google project stream i got in i was really really lucky and yes you want to talk about talk that? about mind-blowing technology holy right. crap all right so yeah we, we showed a little of this in the pre-show that we just slapped Patreon.com together but, and there i'm playing on a bad wi-fi connection on my literally hundred dollar netbook which yeah. i've dropped several times and and is is running on i i think like uh like weird al yankovic said running on a dorito gotcha. um Oh. But I was at home last night, and I played about an hour of uh, a Project Streams Assassin's Creed Odyssey demo, and, mm-hmm. or pardon me, full game. I haven't played Odyssey yet. I was wired. I was on a decent PC. I was playing in browser, and I swear, Greg, I couldn't have told the difference. Really? I mean, I just couldn't believe what I was seeing, and it was so darn simple. They're like, do you have an Ubisoft account? I'm making a Ubisoft account. Pop, pop in. Pop in there on Chrome. But bam, <coughs> opens up, You're game there. starts, in, awesome. working. Controller, plug in a USB controller, works. Seamless, beautiful. And just in a tab. And ju- yeah, no. Like, it, was what, there like a lot of loading time? Did no. you like download it or anything no, like that? Nothing. No, nothing. That was what blew my mind. I'm like. It was just streaming. It's just opening. It's effectively a tab, but it automatically full screens. You hold down escape whenever you want to like reduce it. It freezes the game and. Yeah. But you can pick up. It's a little like you play or out like yeah, yeah, an yeah. option and it just works it That's works so crazy it, it's so too, yeah go ahead no i was gonna say game streaming is gonna be so cool like like netflix of gaming that's what i want well, I think that's what we're looking at here. I yeah. mean, they've been, you know, obviously something's going on. Um, the fact that it works this well, I think, tells us a few things. One, I've always thought that ever since the rumors started coming out that Google was among the best position companies on earth to actually pull this off if they were interested in doing it. They were so big that I wondered if they were interested in doing sure. it. Because, mm-hmm. But unlike most of the other players in this space, Google has a hand in how the backbone, the physical backbone, of the internet is put together. Right, like the actual technology. Exactly. They, they're like, they are the, the, I don't know. Servers and routers and yeah. pipelines and they're tied into that stuff. The mainframe. Exactly. They, yeah, <laughs> the mainframe. Exactly. Where does <laughs> so that big computer in the back room Google. is? But the yeah, stuff that's you know, coming to your house is through, they, they have a hand in how that's all put together. Yeah. It looks to me like in this test, it, it's very clear that they have laid backbone 
they they wouldn't have showed us this if they weren't ready to reveal something soon. Mm-hmm. And it's very clear from how well this works that they have laid backbone that's going to make this practical. Um, that they have the hardware backbone to support their software ambitions, and that they've got the software compression technology to make this work. Plus the fact that they were able to go to Ubisoft and be like, your brand new video game that's just coming out, we're going to give it away free to people and highlight it <laughs> as the way to show our game. You know, this could have been like n- nothing to take away from Undertale, but this could have been o- Undertale. Sure. But it's not. It's Assassin's Creed Odyssey. They're and making a point, right? Here's the tr- here's a brand new AAA game yeah. that runs incredibly well. And they had to sell that to Ubi, yeah. which means they probably had to give them a peek at what the tech looks like and mm-hmm. convince them that this was something they wanted to attach their name and to. And a bunch of money. Right. Exactly. And probably <laughs> and a, bunch a bunch of money. money. Exactly. I, I think Google money. I don't know if Google's going to succeed or not in this, but I think this portends a bold future where games become more available to more people. This is, I don't, I hate saying this. It's almost saying it's the dark, the souls of something, but this is maybe the beginning of Fortnite part two where Fortnite is every game mm. where we can just play video games wherever we want. With yeah. Whoever we want. I mean, I think that's why Fortnite's successful. If you look at like the player numbers, it's largely mobile. Like, that's why it's the most played game. Yeah. iPad. Kids on iPads, man. Well, I mean, that's taking the Taking over the world. For me, you know, this is coming right on the heels of, or in the same, I guess, thing of Project X Cloud from Microsoft, right? Yeah. And that's the other thing, too, where when we it, we talked about Project Stream on Kind of Funny Games Daily, then the next two to three days or whatever was, hey, it's X Cloud. And then some, uh, the next day, uh, uh, an audience member wrote in to be like, hey, just a heads up that, like, Microsoft's using Azure and all this other stuff. And, like... Whereas Google's number seven in terms of like best streaming, they're number one. Like mm-hmm. they, you know, in terms of you're talking about backbone and mainframe and having the power to do this, Microsoft also extremely well positioned to make mm-hmm. this actually be a huge fucking deal. Yeah, yeah. I think. Oh, go ahead. Sam. No, no, no. Continue. I feel like Microsoft's strength is that we associate them with gaming already. Yeah, that, and that they have an intro. <laughs> Remember how many things Microsoft managed to drop when they were still learning how to get in the gaming space. I mean, I mean they did remarkably well despite that. But there was there was a lot of, there was a learning curve for Microsoft. Yeah. Dreamcast helped with that some with the Windows CE port and all that. But it took a while to learn it all. Google's gonna have to learn all that stuff too. They are not a gaming company. Um, and so they're gonna have to go through their own internal culture adaptation to decide if they really want to do this. Um, but I think that so Microsoft has the advantage of we think games when we think Xbox. Yeah. But I think Google is probably better positioned in terms of, yeah, Microsoft's tied into the tech, but that hardware backbone stuff, I think, is more going to fall in Google's back pocket so? than Microsoft's. Well, I mean, Microsoft's a tech company in a lot of ways, and they're heavily invested in this as well. But I think that as Americans, we might overemphasize sometimes Microsoft's place in, in that space and underemphasize Google's. Google's so much in a background part of our lives that we sort of forget how much they do. Mm-hmm. How far do we get in a day that we don't use a Google product? Um, I think that like accessibility to the, that type of technology for players is the key part, right? Like Google will make a product that's accessible to anybody, mm-hmm. right? Whereas like, will Microsoft be able to offer that experience of game streaming without any barricades yeah like any blockers you know what i I mean i I honestly think they will and i think that's why their pitch you know obviously google project stream their pitch of it hey it's in a browser right now obviously this can go anywhere and do anything blah blah yeah the fact that xcloud came out and it was like here's a uh, an iphone running it on you know uh uh, an xbox controller and here's a tablet using here's a tv and here's this like 
I think Xbox is what I was saying too. Is like the crazy. It's more. It's going to be more on Nintendo to decide if they want it on Switch. But the thing about the crazy thing about Chrome is that you can use it anywhere. Like I have totally. Chrome on my phone. I can ha- I can have Chrome on any tablet. I yep. can have Chrome on any computer. I can have you know. It's just like. It, yeah. It, no. No. I, I totally get it. I totally get it. Yeah. At this point, yeah. the test is only Chrome and desktop, but they're absolutely going to. Phone right, like I mean, yeah, the, the the idea is that it could potentially, eventually, will. I I, I be don't think there's, any, there's no reason to do. Yeah. There's literally no reason to do this in any of desktop. They're probably at Google. They're probably like on their phones with oh, Chrome yeah. playing games. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, but you're right, and I don't want to take away from Microsoft. By the way, I'm a, uh, Microsoft pushes technology innovations in amazing ways, and I think they could pull this off. Uh, I just think maybe in terms of positioning, Google might be in a little better spot. But I'm, I don't know because again, Microsoft. They've got so much to fight for. I mean, they're they're staking that next generation on some pretty innovative ideas. They've been very clear about that already. I, the Xbox One is not in many ways as exciting a piece of hardware as I'd like it to be, based on largely based on dropping the ball that first year. Yeah. But everything they're doing right now for their next gen looks really, really smart. It's because they've been building this foundation that easily yeah. ports over. I mean, think about it that way, right? Like, cool, we are launching Google's Project Stream. It's Assassin's Creed. And you, then you start having those questions of like, wow, that's awesome. I wonder what their storefront would look like. Who would do this? Who who would and wouldn't join them? Da, 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 mm-hmm. Right? Think of Xbox with this xCloud, right? It's literally going to be cool. xCloud is up and running. All of Game Pass works with it. All of uh, yeah. backwards compatibility works with it. You have two generations of games to play right now that you can stream through our server farms using Azure Tech in fifty-two countries or fifty-two areas. Like with it's, they have they've laid this all down and they just need to pull this trigger. And uh, they also have so- another advantage Google wouldn't have in that they have years and years and years of third-party relations yep. to lean on. They have specialists in their building who are like, I'm the third-party guy. And when they go to Ubisoft, they have the Microsoft first-party guy that they yep. talk to and they talk back and forth and they have a relationship. Google has to build all that from the ground up. They have to build mm-hmm. all those partnerships. They got to learn how to manage that stuff in a space that they've never navigated before. And that's going to require a lot of work. On the other hand, Google can probably already look and be like, hey, how do we establish trust? Well, we're the company that, you know, you look and you go, look at all these small developers right now that are having discovery problems with this oversaturated marketplace. Mm. Google is a discovery company. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, also, they just have that money. Yeah, they have that money, but like their main product, when we say Google it, it's how mm. you discover things. Yeah. In a market where like we can't find games, where, where, where there's too many games to find, Google could be like independent developers. We are here to solve your problem. And mm. they could build on that. And mm. that'd be an incredible resource for, for them to, to fill their marketplace early on while they're still building these relationships and make themselves the curator of a new kind of store. I'm very excited. Sorry, Sam. Yeah, no, no. It's, so, it's all interesting stuff. Yeah. And yeah. Microsoft likewise. I, in, uh, my only... The only problem I have right now is the fact that it's all happening at once, like in one week. I really wish <laughs> yeah. it was spaced out. I really, yeah. I don't like already being like, well, who's going to win? Like, is this a thing where there can only be one? Do they need to? What's PlayStation going to do? I don't know. We've got Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon right now, and sure. that's several years into the streaming wars, mm-hmm. um, and they haven't all become one giant Disney-esque entity that have eaten the others quite yet. Sure. So... I don't think it's going to very rarely is the person who does it first, the person who ultimately, well, I mean, that's the thing though, but don't, don't even, uh, don't even jump to that conclusion, right? Like think of on live, this is built on a whole bunch of people, skeletons on live, you yeah. know, what was formerly known as guy Kai. Like there's a whole yeah. bunch of people who have been trying to crack this for a while. So it's not like this came out it's of true. nowhere. It's not like my, but, but I mean, is, are they Facebook or are they MySpace? We don't know yet. Sure. Sure. Um, sure, sure, sure. And I don't know what I see here in front of me just made me go, 
Whoa. Uh, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. We got to play it on the pre-show. That was my first time using it. And like Andy was saying, he felt a little bit of lag. I don't know if you, you were, you, I know Sam were playing off the big TV. Yeah. yeah. Was playing, that, he, I think that was the mirror. Looking at, just... looking at the source here on the Chromebook or whatever, playing with a controller and somebody who's played a ton of Assassin's Creed. Sure. It felt maybe like nanoseconds. Like, uh-huh. uh, you know, I'd be, I, but the game was 120% playable and, and totally the way it felt the way it fe- it feels. And when I played mm-hmm. a wired last night, I was I was yeah, and that was the other thing too. Not an issue. We're playing on not a great computer, on not a great Wi-Fi, uh, while we're uploading and streaming and doing all these other things. Like it wasn't like you know ideal situations. But even then, that's what we're talking about, right? Like yeah. I can't wait to get to the point where yeah, I'm in a hotel room in New York and I want to play something AAA and it's not a, it's not the end of the world, right? Like, yeah, where it's like, like right there. It's you can't accessible. even fucking upload things like for work. How much would you pay for it? Because that's one of the things I've thought about. It's like there's several ways they could approach this. In in an ideal universe, what Google does, and I I can't, I don't know how money works at all Mm because I don't have any. Sure. But um, in the ideal universe that I I like to imagine, they do what they do with uh, Google Docs. Just give it away? The games, they find a way to fund the games that That'd doesn't. Be insane. But I, and I wouldn't be surprised if they did something, not maybe like one game a month, just like, you know, AAA Yeah, they'll free. find ways to make that work. <laughs> I mean, that's the only, because you used to pay, you used to have to go to pay $100 for Microsoft Office if you wanted to use it. And now we oh, just yeah, get yeah, it for yeah. free. Remember when we, what yeah. if eventually it shifts to that where the game, more and more and more games are just free through the service? That'd be unreal. That'd be crazy. I mean, that kind of goes back to what I was going to say before when you're like, you know, the Fortnite effect. How do like games become Fortnite? <laughs> Make them free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, free totally right. Why is League of Legends popular? It's yeah. free. Yeah, but I'd, be willing, go, right? I'd pay a lot of money for this uh, right yeah. now. Create, I would pay a lot of money for this. Yeah, I mean, create experiences that people enjoy. They stick around for, and then hit them with those cool microtransactions. Yeah, everyone loves a good uh, microtransaction. Unashamedly, yeah. uh, I I love you, Greg. I said this in the pre-show, but. Uh, Google, if you want to hire me to come work on this, uh, not that I have any marketable skills whatsoever, but if enthusiasm is enough, Greg, I, I'm out of here. Well, you tomorrow. definitely have enthusiasm in space. So I don't even so, worry about it. Yeah, I'm fascinated. I know a lot of people are like, oh, well, the internet's not that great, and this, that, and the other, and I feel like those are all such now problems. Mm-hmm. In a year and a half, two years, five years, ten years, like when five G Wi Fi is everywhere, like you know, hopefully, you mean like eight G. Knock on wood, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Like I don't see that being an issue, and especially again how it's running right now on yeah. suboptimal <clears throat> conditions. I can't wait. I feel like there's a good chance that you know it's dangerous to predict the future. Nobody, nobody's a fortune teller, but I think that you get a feeling when you see something that's going to make a difference. Mm-hmm. And you're just mm-hmm. like, wow, this is really something special. Like HoloLens. That, that I think is like the coolest thing that exists right now. It's just awesome, isn't it? it? Yeah, it's really cool. And this has an even more powerful effect than that for me. Oh, wow. That's a big statement. Yeah. But me too. I mean, cool. like that's the thing. I mean, uh, somebody who's entrenched in PlayStation and trophies and all this shit, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and like, I don't like PC gaming. I don't want to. Uh, it's because this takes... For this to be PC gaming from here on out, or in some degree, right, eliminates my biggest problem with PC gaming, which is when my drivers don't work and my graphics card is not compatible and I have to troubleshoot some error code. If somebody on the other end is taking care of it on a supercomputer, I don't mind this not being as graphically intense. You know what I mean? Like, I don't mind. That's not what I'm playing games for. And that's when it gets really interesting of, even again, with uh, Microsoft xCloud. Yeah, if I could play it on my phone, if I could play it on my tablet, if I could play, you know, Jen wants to watch something on Netflix and I just put it onto this thing, like... 
That's yeah. a that is a legitimate game changer. Where suddenly I'd be like, well, fuck, where am I going to play? The this The only game? problem we yeah. had with this was the controller wasn't working, and that was because Kevin yeah. handed me a controller that was synced to the Xbox in the office. Yeah, that and was connecting like with problem. it and turning it on. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. moment we grabbed the controller though and plugged it, it worked perfectly. Yeah, it was like, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Uh, Jared, you reviewed Luigi's Mansion. Yeah, I did. Isn't that weird? That's I very weird. I love Luigi's Mansion. Expound. I love that game so much. Mario. Yeah, first of all, Mario. Luigi is the better brother. Agreed. I'm with you. Agreed. Yeah. Like, hands down. Were you sad when the year Luigi turned into a grease fire? <laughs> what was that year? Do you remember the year of Luigi? Uh, that was like 20, three years ago. Yeah, I think. It was 2016, the, the year the Wii U was going to do well and then didn't. Okay, so I, in my, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I I, <laughs> uh, I don't I just didn't pay attention to the Wii U very much, sadly. Okay, so um, even the year Luigi passed you by, I didn't even know. Yeah, I didn't. It's, even it's know. heartbreaking. Nobody that's did. okay. No one, no one yeah, else did either. Did. That's why yeah, I can't remember what year it was. Really passed me by. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I love I love Luigi. I, I just love that game so much. I played it on 3DS. I played it on the GameCube when I was, you know, uh, you know, a kid. I don't know what year that came out on GameCube. Okay, but I loved it. What do you love about it? What what makes you happy? About it's it? like. It's uh, it's it's spooky, mm -hmm. in a very cute way, and I, I just love like sucking up ghosts with a vacuum cleaner. How stupid is that? It's so much fun. Oh, it's a great Ghostbusters game. The the, yeah. the sucking up the ghost this. mechanic works really really well. The ghost that's, thing is so fun. Yeah, I just love it. I just love it. It's just I don't. I it's hard to say exactly what it is about it. That's it, so much fun. Well, now I mean, it was it, it was a Booze? wholesome, adorable game. Yeah, it's, right. Where it's, it was, yeah. Let's. It, it was. It was uh, the correct level of spooky, like you're talking about, yeah, where you could like, wander around mm -hmm. and have fun in it. It reminds me of uh, you know in Super Mario 64 on the uh, Nintendo 64. There, there's that basement, and you can there's like a spooky world that you mm -hmm. can go into, and it's all the booze and the mansion and all that. And I loved that as a kid. I thought that was so cool and magical and I thought it was so funny that you're wandering the castle and then all of a sudden you follow this little ghost into no. a garden I, 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 this, and, yeah. and then all of a sudden you've it's like you're in an upside down world and there's this crazy haunted mansion and you're running around all these like levels and stuff. And I loved that experience. I think that was probably what inspired Luigi's I Mansion. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so that's really why I like Luigi's Mansion is because I loved there's like a magical nostalgia thing happening there with, with that level. With that kind of I spooky. Think. No, spooky yeah. Mario's fun. When Mario gets spooky, it's great. Yeah. yeah the, all the way back to the ghost house in Mario World. And, yeah. And, no, I, if I could make any game for Nintendo, I, I think I'd want to make a game where you play as a boo, like play as a Teresa. <gasps> yeah. I think that would be an amazingly fun game to make. You got to wait game. for people to turn their back yeah. on you. Yeah. 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 We don't really need game. another Toad game. Make a boo game. All right. Don't, yeah. no, let's not get crazy here. Right? Treasure Tracker was amazing. All right. Let's not, let's not, okay. Let's <laughs> not. So you said Captain Toad this morning. I did say Captain Toad today, but. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. This Luigi Mansion it holds up the three this is the three D S remake. It's the three D S remake of the original Luigi's Mansion. Uh it's it's done by Grisso. Um it it is Luigi's Mansion. It is take the GameCube Luigi's Mansion you remember Shove it into a 3DS, mm -hmm. and that's what it is. All, with all its strengths and faults. Mm -hmm. Um uh it uh for the most part, I had a really good time with it. It does show its age in terms of some of the game design. Uh, there's more backtracking that I'd like for for not necessarily great reasons on occasion. Some of the puzzles can be a little obtuse uh, and, and a little frustrating there. Um, 
Control, they give you a couple options. I was using the, the nub on the new 3DS, yeah. which is not always ideal, but um, but some, you can also use motion, which actually works pretty well. Okay. And they use things like the Game Boy Horror. You can use the motion controls to look through like this AR style. Yeah, it's fun. I like that a lot. That they nailed fun. that. They nailed that with the, you can actually use the motion to use it now, and that's cool. Yeah. Um, but by and large, it's a fun, short, pretty well put together adventure game. The, the main part I got ticked at, like the final boss fight requires a little more precision control and the DS controls aren't really up to it. Gotcha. Because they are not the GameCube controller. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm not fighting Bowser slash King Boo here. I'm fighting the controller. You're fighting the controller, yeah. But there, that didn't happen too much. Uh, I give it a seven, which is a good on the IGN scale. Sure. And I think that's a... Uh, in my opinion, that's a very uh, reasonable assessment of this game. Wasn't there a multiplayer mode of that where you can locally play with somebody else? That's the one big change. Yes. Uh, so yes, there's a multiplayer mode. Uh, you play as Luigi's ectoplasmic avatar, Gooigi. <laughs> Gooigi! Uh, yeah, it's Gooigi. He's a big green Luigi. And I played with Brian Altano. He and I played together uh, through the first act of the game that way. And we had a pretty good time. Um, there's some frame slash lag stuff there, but it's not too bad. Okay. Uh, I also don't want to pretend it's not there, but it's noticeable, but it didn't interfere with our enjoyment. And Gooigi is, uh, my favorite part is you can team up on the ghost grabbing. Oh, so nice. you can both lock onto the same ghost and take him down way quicker. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of fun. Gooigi is kind of like the little brother character. If one character goes in another room, Gooigi magically appears there, so you can't gotcha. separate gotcha. too much. It's kind of yeah. like, hey, I'm playing with my kid. You be Gooigi kid. Gotcha. And mm-hmm. that way, and you're a little, it's not as hard for Gooigi. Yeah, uh, yeah. Life is more easy for Gooigi. Um, I like <laughs> Is that a subhead in your article? It life, should be. No, yeah. the subheads are. Life is easy. To are be Honorable Mansion, The Year of Gooigi, and, um, or The Fear of Luigi, pardon me, okay. and Super Gooigi Brothers. But Super Gooigi Brothers. Yeah. Very that's, nice, Jerry. Honorable right. Mansion, I, like I was very proud that's of. That's really good. Uh, I like that one. Yeah, Thanks. that's so. very good. I'm not good at puns. So no, gotta... Yeah, those are some good puns. I'm proud you. of you. Uh, and then just that. moments ago, yeah. Earth Defense Force I arrived sh- in the office. Yeah, just arrived. I played two uh, small parts of two Earth Defense Force games, Earth Defense Force 5, Earth Defense Force Iron Rain. Either you all ever played EDF? Nope. I tinkered. I never got super into it. I remember Brudvig and Clayman were obsessed with EDF at IGN yeah. when I was working there. EDF is like, have you ever played any of these? Nope. Okay, so EDF is like what I imagined video games would be like when I was a kid. Mm. Uh, I was like, when I grow up, this is what video games are going to be. Instead of using the raw processing power of like a PlayStation 4 Plus to create beautiful spellbinding graphics and photorealistic like rendering, mm-hmm. they're like, what if instead we created like 10,000 giant space wasps and huge frog monsters <laughs> and sent them all to kill you at once? Okay, cool. It's all about, it's like playing Robotron in 3D. Okay, that sounds awesome. Yeah, it is. You'd be yeah, like, well, it's not going to look that good. It might chug at times, and everyone's going to be like, we don't care. Yes. So that's all we want to do is blast bugs. That's Thank it. You, sir. Destructible Bug entire, like, every environment's destructible. Every building can be blown up in these giant cities. Flying saucers by the dozens descending on you. Hundreds of giant ants eating your face. Things screaming. Uh, terribly cheesy voice acting. I told my dream in life is to be a voice on the radio. In oh, EDF. wow, really? Like, Aww. yeah, that would be perfect. To like, just be like, they're coming! Ah! Like, I want to do that so badly. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it's 
Squash and Bugs. And both of these games, um, one by uh, Sandlot, who made uh, the last one, and the other by Ukes, uh, who make the W. Ukes? Uh, yep, Ukes is Didn't working on Iron Rain. Yeah. Didn't expect that so one. So five is coming out in uh, December. There's no date yet on the Ukes game, which is Iron Rain, which mm-hmm. is designed, cool. it has some differences. I was going to say, when you played them, was there, could you tell the difference? Yes, they're, they're both okay. very much EDF games. Five feel, So five feels like EDF 4 left off. And EDF 5 is like, here's EDF, but with more cities, more bugs, new enemies, <laughs> new flying saucers, more giant kaiju, more what? We- there are a thousand weapons in this game. Oh, wow. That's EDF. Like, it's yeah. like, one weapon? No, ten we- Let's have a thousand weapons. There's a moment I'm playing, and they're like, and now we're going to call in the Gundam. And I'm like, what? And like, Pacific Rim style, a, a, like a Jaeger flown in by helicopters, like, Flies slowly and it just drops down next to me, and then I climb up into it, and it's just—it's great. It's so dumb and wonderful and fun. I like dumb games. Yeah, there needs to be more. Then the huge yeah. game was set in San Francisco. The part I played. I don't like that. Uh, it's That's more three-dimensional. We are smashing down buildings there, and that one has like a more photorealistic kind of like grimy quality to it. But I really liked it. It, it felt like an EDF game still, but a little more focused, but still very. Very well put together. They're okay. very destructive. Did I, you see the hints of the WWE 2K series in there? I saw. Did someone rock bottom above? No, no. no but, it, okay. but I did fight a giant kaiju and kill it, uh, like a huge giant, like Godzilla monster, yeah, yeah. and a bunch of giant scorpions. Um, and it felt it had a little more gravity, but it still very much felt like an EDF game. Okay. Uh, so both of them were really good, and that's the long EDF rant. Oh, uh, if you uh-huh. never played these games, I can't recommend enough. The Vita EDF, I love. I remember the Vita one. I played a little bit of that. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah. I really, I think, uh, I, Sam, I recommend you try these. They're great. Like, they're like if Dynasty Warriors didn't suck. Will they be on Switch? Uh, these two are PS4 only, I believe. Okay, well, I have a PS4, and I love yeah. I love my PS4. Well, here's a here's a uh, what do we call them? Not bad game, but like a a, a B movie game for you to get in there and play. You <laughs> I know like what B I mean? movies That's, too. Uh, I feel like that yeah. always describes Earth yeah. Defense Force well. Also, what I said about Dynasty Warriors, I need to clarify. Some of the Dynasty Warrior games are excellent. It's yeah. just the ones that aren't good. Like, so I shouldn't have put it that way. Here like the Gundam game was really good, and Hyrule Warriors was cool, and some sure. of the games are cool. Mm-hmm. And yeah, didn't mean to crap on Dynasty Warriors. Uh, Actually, uh, 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 the you call those games not me. Um, the what's the M word you call those? Which ones? The, for the style of game, uh, Dynasty Warriors is I don't the know, genre Because I'm being unfair. It's not like Dynasty Warriors. It's like no, 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 giant no, no, bug it's, simulators. It's, it's, it's different. For a word. Oh, uh, I don't remember. Uh, Maya Mas- uh, I'm not going to remember this. It's a Japanese word. Uh, I like, don't you, speak Japanese. God damn it. Cool, Greg. Yo. I speak more ancient <laughs> Greek than I do Japanese. I, I, I assumed Kevin prepped you to play the song, right? Jared, I think it's time for another a lovely round of Mobile Gamer Bullshit. It's oh, Mobile boy. Gamer Bullshit. It's Mobile Gamer Bullshit. Jared's gonna read some stuff and we'll figure out if it's over me Ladies and gentlemen, today's category, Mobile Game or Magic the Gathering. That's okay. right. These are either mobile games or Magic the Gathering card set slash cards. Okay. Okay, I'm going to read you the names. I'm going to read descriptions. Some of the descriptions are sentences taken from the real description of a mobile game. Some of the okay. sentences are made up by me. Uh, okay. They sound so, like that. So wait, I just need a run of the rules yeah, again. So rules are very simple. I will read the name. I will read the description. You will tell me mobile game or bullshit. Okay. Greg mobile game or bullshit? Yeah, mobile game or 
Magic the, Magic the Gathering thing. Yeah. Yeah, right. but, so it might be a Magic the Gathering thing. Correct. It's, it's, either, it's either gonna be a title of a mobile game or the title of a Magic the Gathering thing. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's it. Okay. And uh, that's that's all we got here. Ready? <laughs> You're like ready. You just like yeah. you opened your eyes and you were in another dimension of ready <laughs> I was to, like, to I'm go. I'm so ready now. <laughs> all right. Number one. We'll start with our guest today. Wait, do I have to write this down or do no, I just, no, I just I tally. That's yeah. all. And okay, you don't find okay. out whether you're right until the end. Okay. Okay. Number one. Fallen Empires. Fallen Empires. From the ashes of destruction, a new kingdom will rise. Mobile game. Mobile game. Greg Miller says. I want you to know right now off the top of this one, Jared, this is a great pairing. Because this is like I forget what the last couple ones I felt like it was kind of obvious where I could I, I pitched a perfect game and I'm not bragging last time but like I'm saying this one Fallen Empires mobile game or Magic the Gathering yep I'm gonna say mobile game saying mobile game yeah, by the way like I didn't give game. proper credit two different best friends recommended this category to me independently of one another awesome yep this was a recommend to, they were like mobile game or Magic the Gathering you okay. gotta do okay. this I love it yep love it this was not my idea number two going to Greg Miller first Autumn Dynasty the traditional Chinese painting becomes an epic battlefield in Autumn Dynasty. Autumn like fall, right? Yes. A-U-T-U-M-N. <sighs> I'm going to say mobile game. Mobile game. Can you read it to me one more time? Autumn Dynasty. The traditional Chinese painting becomes an epic battlefield in Autumn Dynasty. That description is either taken from a mobile game or made up by me to sound like it's taken from a mobile game. <laughs> That's a mobile game. I think it's a mobile game. Number three, Sam. Champions of Kamigawa. MOBA hero strategy comes to iOS. I think that is Magic the Gathering. Magic the Gathering. I agree, it's Magic. Champions of Kamigawa. Number four, Guild Pact. Band together to conquer. Pact, P-A-C-T. All one word, guild pact, not mobile, two words. Mobile game. Mobile game. Oh, wait, you said all one word? All one word. Yeah, definitely mobile game. I think that's Magic the Gathering. Magic the Gathering card set. The first time we've deviated. Number five. See who it pays off for. Ready for this one? All right, here we go. Slight of mind. Oh, shit. Turn-based strategy with simple rules. Fuck, these, this is a really good one. These two fans, great job. Say it one more time, sorry, the, fir- the first part. Slight of mind. Slight of mind. Like sleight of hand, but yeah. mind. Mobile game. <laughs> I'm saying mobile as well. Mobile game, there we go. All right, let's head down the list. Kevin, got are we ready? For- oh, wait, that's not Kevin. It's Cool Greg over there. Sorry, Cool Greg, couldn't see you at the TV. All right, number one, Fallen Empires from the Ashes of Destruction, A New Kingdom will rise. Are you peeking to see what you're which? No. You did! I you did. peeked! <laughs> to break the tension! <laughs> Fallen Empires. From the Ashes of Destruction, A New Kingdom Will Rise. Fallen Empires. Magic the Gathering card set. Damn! Wow. We right. both struck out there. We Fallen both Empires. Yep. Fallen Empires, one of the earliest Magic the Gathering expansion sets and the first one to completely suck. Sounds like a mobile game. It, it does sound like a mobile game. Did, however, give us the wonderful Magic the Gathering black sorcery for two black mana, him to Torok, which allowed uh, or Shut forced up, other, dork. Uh, forced other players to discard two cards at random. Extremely powerful card. <laughs> mm. Should still be in the set. Magic the Gathering got wimpy over the years. Number two. Autumn Dynasty. Well done, folks, because Autumn Dynasty, the traditional Chinese painting, becomes an epic battlefield in Autumn Dynasty. 
is in fact a mobile game. Ding, 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 Well done. What's the we score both, so far? It is one to one right now. One to one right now. There's going to be like one thing in here that's going to break There's us. only one question that matters. It number is three. Number Champions four. of Kamigawa, the mobile hero strategy comes to iOS. No, Champions of Kamigawa, Magic the Gathering set based around ninjas and pseudo Japanese ding, culture. Ding, 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 we got ding, ding. that. 2 2 right now. Kamigawa, fun fact, Japanese for River of the Gods. Oh, cool. Number four, Guild Pact. All one word, band together to conquer. Guild Pact, totally a Magic the Gathering card set. God! Yeah, no! Yes! I win! What's that score? <laughs> that is three to two. Sam, and there's fine. no way for me to catch up. And those of you playing at home, sleight of mind, and I was really mean with this one. Sleight of mind, turn-based strategy with simple rules. The description, turn-based strategy with simple rules, lifted from the description of a mobile game, Antioi, but sleight of mind... Totally a magic card. One blue wow. mana to change the color name on any one uh, card. That was a hard one. I was actually originally going to lean towards magic, but... Yeah, yeah that's a magic but, card. But yeah, wow. I think Sleight of Mine was introduced in the very... I believe yeah. it was an alphabet in uh, Unlimited. I win. Congratulations, you Sam. Lose. I'm the winner. So the winner... It's me. Look at that winner! Yay! <laughs> Thank you. What Thank game you. we playing here, Cole Greg? Thank you. It's no game or bullshit. It's no game or bullshit. Jay's gonna read some stuff and we'll figure out if it's over me or not. Get him, Our champion for the day. I it's told me. you last week. When the song ends, it bookends your segment. You don't get to talk right after the song ends, all right? That's when the show's back in my hands. <laughs> Try right? to stop me. Ooh, oh, so defiant. Spicy. Ladies and gentlemen! That's been the Kind of Funny Games Cast episode 191. Thank you so much for your time. We appreciate you. We enjoy you. Uh, we're about to unbox this Lego DC Super Villains uh, press pack or whatever the hell it is on the post show, which you can catch on patreon.com slash kind of funny games. Because, of course, over on patreon.com slash kind of funny games, you can support this show and along with everything else kind of funny related. Get my notes, do a whole bunch of different stuff. See the show live as we record it. See it later on demand whenever you want. Ad free with the pre and post show. Jared. Yes, sir. What do you got to say? Well, before we check out, uh, something we talked about for the show that I wanted to bug you about for a sure. second. So right now, I do a little show called Red Dead Radio. He you might have heard of it. I have. Uh, this isn't a plug for Red Dead Radio, though I'd love you'd watch it. But uh, it's become rapidly much more successful than it previously was uh, with its Woo. views increasing on YouTube exponentially uh, compared to, uh, to the traffic I used to get on it. To the point that it would probably be beneficial for people who want to advertise to place advertisements on it for their fine products uh, because a lot of people would see and hear those ads. Because normally ad deals are cut weeks or months in advance months and because advance. I was not ready for this level of growth, uh, I am in a situation where I need to sell ads and rather than go to traditional ad-based uh, agencies, uh, I, I think I might be in a better position to look at you, friends, and say, are you a developer? Are you a publisher? Do you have a podcast, a show, an artistic product? Do you make stuff and hats? Do you make crafts on Etsy? Right now, if you want to reach a lot of people with your message, mail me at mail at reddeadradio.com. That's mail at reddeadradio.com because I need advertisers and y'all best friends and folks listening, watching might very well be just the folks I need to talk with. So shoot me a message and I'll talk with you about it uh, because there are advertising opportunities aplenty and a lot of people going to see some Red Dead content over the next few weeks. Anyway, thanks for that, Greg. No, anytime. Sam? What up? You've been amazing. Oh, thank you. Thank you for coming by. Where can people keep up with you? What do you, what do you, what do you want to pimp? Where should people be going? Well, if you want to keep up with what I'm doing, I'm always on Twitter, at Lighthammer. 
It's not a heavy hammer. It's a light hammer. Uh, get it? I got it. I got Thank it. Thank you. All right. That's about uh, time for you. Go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's my handle everywhere. So yeah, tw- Twitter, fa- uh, Facebook, Instagram, all that jazz. Light hammer is where you can find what I'm doing or, you know, gamespot.com. I have some stuff on the YouTubes. Stuff on the site. We has, stream sometimes. Has there ever been a Bud Lighthammer in your family? Oh, that's awesome. You know, that's really funny. No, there hasn't. Or but a Miller Lighthammer? Or... Nope, nothing like that. Okay. My dad likes Bud Light, so that's funny. Okay. Yeah. You like should that. you should totally have a We should team up more. Yeah, and Miller Lighthammer. That's yeah. great. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, it's been our pleasure to serve you. <laughs>